Misinformation podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at misinfopodcast. Misinformation Podcast, episode 237. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Conk. And I'm Tony. Yo, a very special, special, special episode of Misinformation Podcast this week. Uh, we have a special guest in addition to the Conk. It's cool. I mean, I mean, you're... you're like, I am pretty low on the total. Yeah, you're second billing. Honest. You're second billing tonight. <laughs> uh, we have uh, a former uh, guest on Misinterview, Tony Forsmark. Hello. You may recognize him from such fine television shows as Parks and Rec and Criminal Minds, and as a, a very large role as far as they zoomed in on his face uh, in the movie Hidalgo. I, I have a big head, so yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, really? Who am I to judge? That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm filling it with mead right now or anything. No. <laughs> so, uh, this new website, you're hearing in the background for your oral... Aural, A-U-R-L. Aural. Your aural pleasures. Uh, Tony Forsmark serenading you with his version of Pharrell's Happy. Get me high, nothing. What is this karaoke site? I've never heard of it. What's it's it called? called Sing Snap. Sing Snap, and it's free? It is. Well, some of them are free, and then uh, some of them are not free. Oh, so, did you yeah. pay for this one? I, I kind of, yeah, I have a membership, so yeah. That's, <laughs> I, have, I, I have an infant daughter, and so I need to, you know, do things. That, you know. I also, she, she likes it, though. That makes her go to sleep. So, uh, it yeah. almost knocked me right the fuck out, yeah, too. Right yeah. <laughs> he got me excited. <laughs> oh, man. I'm the Tom Jones of the... Uh, of, the of the deaf people. Yeah. What? Hmm? What, what happened? Where does it... Uh, this has been a busy night already. Uh, we've... Uh, we're at approximately... What time is it, kids? 11.15. 11.15 in the p.m.? It is. On a Saturday night, because this is how we rock it, rock it. Way past my fucking bedtime. Yeah, dude, me too. I mean, I'll be honest. But we went out to eat tonight, and we, nobody got sick for a change. You know, it's only 9 o'clock my time. So That's true, because see how he just drops? Like, he'll do that. My he, time. He's going to do that about 15 times tonight. He's just like, oh, by the way, I live in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I finished friends. I do what? I, I know. That's why we have you on. <laughs> what? what? Who? What happened? What happened? I explained to Tony tonight. I was like, kicked over the ad ad here. Oh, but, yeah, yeah I t- that's a quick way to die. Hey, have some more mead. I'm gonna. Yeah, then I will kick over the ad. ad. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we we, uh, we got together tonight. Tony comes to town about once a year, and last time we had him at, on a misinterview, and I was like, you know what? The second time you come on, it's not a misinterview anymore. You're just part of the misinformation family, so you come on, just like Clint. The first time we had him on, it wasn't a misinterview. No, it was, it was a mistake. Big Al, yeah. It was a mistake, but it was a miss something. But it was an yeah. abortion yeah. <laughs> that went yeah. wrong. Yeah. 
But now, you know, when you come on the second time, plus, you know, I don't know if we have Walt Flanagan on again. If it would be, it would probably be another misinterview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just, it's good well, to have you. Basically, good. it was a miscommunication between my agent and Zach. So, yeah, it's now. A, <laughs> a, yeah, the yeah. good news is we don't have to pay him yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we never. But. Well, we could take some more donations if we had to. If we had to. I would like to go on record to saying real quick, I want to cover, uh, before I forget, that we did receive another uh, more than generous donation. I never say how much people donate because I don't want to embarrass them. But we received a, a, a very, very generous donation from Yusuf Beckery. Uh, the, he's a huge friend of the show. He's a guy who I will say him and his brother, uh, uh, Zachary, they always... Uh, the week of the show, careful. I knocked over Luke. Sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, the, the week He's after every show posts, I get an email from either one of those guys. And that is what it means to be a friend of the show. Uh, constant interaction, constant feedback. And they will tell us if we fucked up. They will. But then they will also send us lots of money, which is amazing. Yeah. So Nothing wrong with that. No. So I'm happy about it. Uh, what are you looking at? No, I was just wondering why Vern Troyer was on your wall. You are a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's referencing a picture of me that my beautiful wife bought me for my birthday one day where she cartooned me. And it was a picture of me doing stand-up where it says, uh, check out Misinformation Podcast at HTTP slash slash. I've always looked at it and been like, I don't know what the fuck that well, is, it, but it I don't want to ask. But it's not necessarily Vern Troyer. It might be Dr. Evil, but it, it's smaller than Dr. Evil, so I'm going mini-me. And if you would like to donate $1 million. Well, we take it. It's, it's uh, no jokes about it. We'd fucking take $1 million. But no, I, you know, and we're, and we're doing it. We're switching to a new payment plan so that we can have an unlimited thing where we can also offer paid things for, like, special shows and stuff. I think we're going to stay with Bandcamp, though, because yeah. it's way better. Yeah. You, you, money. We just try to break even, asshole. All right, we're not trying to be famous, so, like I mean, some people. It's about the art, right? Oh no, there's nothing artistic <laughs> about what we do. We record in a goddamn basement. We can't all spend our time singing karaoke to songs I we paid to for. I need to up with somebody else. Uh, somebody, another artist friend of mine, was using Bandcamp, and they said, uh, "Yeah, that they went somewhere else." Not, really? Sorry, Bandcamp. They have something else that because Bandcamp's confusing as fuck, right? Because they take a profit sharing margin, uh, but it's their the way that they do it is very confusing. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get a hold of her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. We should do that. Yeah, because anything where I can keep more money, way better. Yeah, yeah. Look around this room. I'm way outside of my means right now. <laughs> There's a lot of really expensive stuff in here. Hey, I have a garage sale. No, I'm not getting ready of any of it because I love all of it. All of it makes me happy. Clap along with you. We should have you on more often. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's my talent. Yeah, so we went to the OP. We had some food tonight. Nobody got. Nobody ate until they got sick, which is uh, better Zach than we tried to make did. me. He tried to, you know. What did I try to do? He tried to make me fat. Did you grab your food? No. You left it on the no. table, didn't you? I did. God I think so. It. You know him? That's good pizza. Their I pizza is really good yeah. cold the next morning, too. It's too late. They're closed. So? <laughs> I know, man. Somewhere, right? Take care of this. <laughs> well, and, you know, technically it's in the dumpster, so you'd be right. You know. I can just could you just do that Give for me a boosty boosty? Yeah, yeah we're going to throw them in. It's in a box, so you could just, I, yeah. It's your pizza in a box. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. It's Brad Pitt. Pitt. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's below me. Uh, he, he used to be an extra. You know, that's 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 the story is that, you know, he used to be in background and he, he was would not show up sometimes because he was trying to 
you know, do the real thing. And they, sure. they apparently were upset with him when he would do that. But then he got Thelma and Louise and... Uh, be, and became Brad Pitt. Yeah, and he became yeah. Brad Pitt. And then there's so. all that time he was uh, fucking Gwyneth Paltrow, which, newsflash, guess what? Guess who fucking Gwyneth Paltrow? Everybody. <laughs> Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, we Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Would you really want to, though? Pussy's pussy, man. <laughs> That's not entirely true. I mean... The only thing better than pussy is new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would kind of it would be kind of like like if you could if you could actually fuck a condescending piece of shit, that would be what it would be like. I guarantee the whole time you're fucking Gwyneth Paltrow, she's telling you how you're doing it wrong. The whole time. Like you can even be just fucking face deep in muff and she'd be telling you you're eating her pussy wrong. And I don't care cuz I'm still face deep in fucking muff. <laughs> Because you got to believe that Chris What's-His-Face is pretty a mellow guy. I mean, listen to his music. Right, like, yeah. right. And, and he yeah. let her name their kid Apple, for Christ's sake. Apple. You suppose it's, like, fucking trademarked? This guy probably got an umlaut of them. Apple. 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 You know what I was thinking about earlier today, Tony? A lot of people that live in L.A. and and work in in the business, have you ever met a porn star? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to the other fucking okay, Tony. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm talking to the other guy who works in the business. Technically, yes. Who does technically <laughs> mean? Well, I mean, soft. Oh, but, no, no, soft? Like, he, he like was a soft he, like porn star? Or, or, or he wasn't, he <laughs> you know, wasn't for me, it was, was not soft. that big a deal. So, <laughs> or, you know. or he wasn't erect at the time. Uh, soft porn, <laughs> yeah. Like, Skinamax type thing. Yeah, yeah who's that? I mean, well, why? Obviously, they're credited on IMDb, so it's not like you're... Right, but so just like because maybe the, I don't know, maybe they were trying to square it away. Well, know. if you want, if you can tell us, and then if you decide later, we can bleep it out with our our standard. I, I, I did a short with with this um, wonderful lady that uh, used to do Skinamax. She had her own series on Skinamax. Was it Red Shoe Diaries? No, no. not a Showtime. Emmanuel. Oh, <laughs> uh, she played like an ad executive or something. She played my wife in this thing. Was she I, na- was she naked in this? Thing? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Or, or, but the thing where she played your wife, was she naked? No. Oh. So you'd seen her naked? Yeah. So was that weird? Like you're acting opposite someone who you've seen naked, but you've never touched their naked parts? No, because, I mean, there, there are several people that I know that have done nude scenes in films. You know, and now granted... And so, I, I mean, I've worked with them, and I've done scenes with them, and, you know, it's just like, that's what... That's what they did. But so running in your head isn't always like, I've seen your nipples, I've seen your nipples, I've seen your nipples, I've seen your nipples. No? Not so much. No. I mean, granted, I've screwed a lot of <laughs> At chicks. the time when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. That's what her nipples I know like. you from somewhere. <laughs> but after I've known them for a little, like, even like past a day, it just kind of goes away because you know the person. And, and right. you know, it's not, it's not this foreign thing, you know, that you're just watching. No, I mean, in all honesty, I've, in all the theater stuff that I've done, I've screwed a lot of chicks that I've been in shows with. But that's different because you've actually, yeah, you know, I mean, you've, you've been there. So, like, yeah. you've actually experienced it. But if you're looking at someone, <laughs> if you're you like, all could visually have seen what he just did, you'd be so fucking hard right now. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. When I, I go through the line to meet Charisma Carpenter, oh, wow! <laughs> Tony, Tony just put on his sunglasses. <clears throat> she got real. <laughs> she got real. Um, I, when I went through the line to meet Charisma Carpenter, she got real, real. It didn't strike me until after I'd been through the line. Like, holy shit, I've seen her completely nude. 
because she was in Playboy, you know? Charisma Carpenter? Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to Charisma Carpenter in line because we had chatted back and forth on Twitter before. And I'm talking to her in line and we're talking about the conversation we had on Twitter and stuff. And then I just get my signature and I walk away. And I was like, wait a minute, I just realized I've seen her titties. I've seen her titties. I've seen her who's it and her what's it and her heretofore. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't think of it while I was talking to her because I probably would have just locked up. Like just total vapor lock. Just been like, <laughs> she'd be like, Securitar. Securitar. It's, but it's got to be a weird world. Like I said, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to think like I'm, anybody to think I'm above any of that shit because I'm not but <laughs> at all. But, when, I mean, it is. It's weird when you know them as, you know them as a person. You know them as, you know, somebody you work with or somebody you're in class with or whatever. And so, I mean, it becomes, I mean, like you said, you, you've slept with people you've been shows with. Oh, we didn't sleep. No, okay, but you know what I, you know, but cuddle, but, pure cuddle. I put you, it in a girl's butt and she quit the show. Right. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. Just okay, so maybe you did look at her differently, but I'm just saying that uh, it's you know, a, mostly the back of her head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So well, you yeah. you didn't even recognize who she was no, after. Like, so who is like, this in your face? What? Yeah. Sorry, well, I mean, I'm totally. But, but point being, you, yeah. you've you've you know you've seen women naked that you've worked with, and then you work with them again, and then after a while, after a while, you don't even care, right? No, he just said they quit the show. <laughs> yeah, that well, that was the one girl you did sleep with. That's right. I didn't sleep. I fucked yeah. a chick once that played on our softball team, and she never played again. Well, kind of the same thing. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's it's kinda, a little yeah. bit similar, it's, but not. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and here, here's here's the thing. Tony did not expect uh, being on a regular misinfo that it would be completely different from misinterview. Yeah, where's where's the softballs and the you know? Uh, we, that's how we trick you to come back. Yeah, remember when I told you I was like, remember remember when I said to you, hey, we'd love to have Jorge on. Make sure he only listens to the misinterviews. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that because yeah. we are we handle we handle misinterviews with kid gloves. Like, hey, you're here, you're doing us a favor. You, on the other hand, are a friend of ours, so you're fucked, sir. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to episode 237, the Tony Awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd you do? You drove up from Iowa City today? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. You guys uh, flew into Iowa? Flew into Des Moines. Yeah. Allegiant. Oh. Where they will rob you blind. They will it's fuck you in the drive-thru. Yeah, fuck it's like, hey, our tickets are only like $135. But, hey, you also have to pay for, like, if you want to sit next to your daughter who's five years old, that's $60. And, and if like, you want her to actually not sit in steerage, it's another $75. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It seems great on paper until you yeah. realize that your carry-ons cost you money, your check luggage uh, cost you money. It used to be like $50 or 50 pounds. Now it's 40 you know, it's like, it's like yeah. every little yeah. They just try to fucking little thing. Needle, it, like like Jenny, my wife has said several times. She's like, you know what? Just increase my plane ticket. By That's $50. what I said. I mean, like I don't care if if you know if you want to make more money, great. Just be upfront about it. Yeah. And I will pay because I want a direct flight to Des Moines from from L.A. That's right. fine. Don't like oh just this little bit and this little. I, I, I don't yeah. want to deal with that. Just put me and my family together and fly me to Des Moines. And right. then I'll be happy. Yeah. Happy. <laughs> and I'll clap along, you know. It's like, like a room like without, a, room without roof. a roof. Yeah. Uh, that's what's silly to me. Like, why not just charge the extra money? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Because they're trying to be clever, and they're not. not you know, they're they're trying to be clever. It's like, this is our ad, $99 to Des Moines, which yeah. is what it used to be. 
And back then it was ninety nine dollars to Des Moines. And then they realized, oh, we can't make any fucking money. Yeah, it was ninety nine dollars yeah. Des Moines if you want to buy your toothpaste when you get to Des Moines. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, or in your underwear. Yeah, if you walk in, in with like you know your your thong on yeah. and you know and just sit in like the the stewardess seat, that's ninety nine dollars. <laughs> it's like the jump seat. Yeah, shakunk. Like, it's it, it's so weird to fly anymore because flying and hotel purchasing because right now we're having a lot of trouble. Uh, Eric and I are supposed to go to Chicago for Wizard World, and the normal hotel that we stay in uh, has a Wizard World block, and apparently it's been sold out. So we normally paid like one thirty nine a night. Now they're telling us three nineteen a night minimum, and we have to pay all three nights up front with no cancellation. And to which we're like, maybe we don't go to Wizard World this year. I guess. You know, it, which sucks because for us, part of the experience is staying in the con hotel. Right. You know, because we run into people you, that we like want to talk to. Look at the cosplay yeah. girls. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, well, we like to stay in the hotel. Well, you well, want to see a cosplay girl. Well, plus they've always treated us well, and they've got a nice mm-hmm. gym there. Cosplay and we, girls. we go and work out in the morning. Yeah, and cosplay and, girls. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never run next to Tinkerbell or anything, but but the nice thing is, normally when I'm on the treadmill, there's a, like a celebrity a running but, next oh, to me oh. on the treadmill, like Alan Tudyk, one time was uh, waiting for a machine that – or I, he was stretching out. I thought he was waiting for a machine I was going to use. And so finally I'm like, are you going to use this? And he's like, no, I'm just stretching. Didn't know it was Alan Tudyk. So I get on the machine and Eric's like, hey, 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 hey. I'm like, I'm fucking working out. Leave me the fuck alone. And he's like, do you know who that was? I was like, no, it was some goofy guy in a goofy hat. And he's like, that was Wash from Firefly. How do you not know that's Alan Tudyk? I, because he had a hat. His hat was pulled down. He looked silly. You, I, you, I didn't know I mean – well, first of all, you got to be one of those people with an eye because we talked about this. Yeah, and I, I don't have an eye for that pretty much at all. And I, you no. mean, literally, people come to my class, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's who that is because mm-hmm. somebody will tell me or my wife when we're wa- we're in the mall in you know Studio City or something like that. She's like, oh, there's that kind of person. That person. I'm like, right. I have no clue. So it's well, and, and a lot. And of- it's not like they dress like they do in the, right. in the show or anything like that. Well, and they're regular people. And, you know, 50% of the famous people were once from the Midwest or from the South or somewhere where it wasn't, like, they weren't bred to be famous. So when they're out and about, they carry themselves like regular people. They don't stand out in a crowd. They're wearing baseball caps. They're wearing, you know, when I met Michael Rooker, I had no idea. He wasn't even supposed to be there. And Eric picked him out. He's like, I think that's Michael Rooker. I was like, no, it's not. And then Michael was like, hey, man, how's that going? I was like, holy shit, that's well, Michael that's, Rooker. I mean, and the other thing, you have to have like a defining feature. Right. That, that, that somebody like, oh, that I know. But if you're just a you know character, regular, just Joe actor, right. half the people aren't going to notice you. No. If you just dress normally and just comport yourself normally. I, I was on the treadmill support. next to a famous, like super famous comic book art author. Super famous. Like uber uber famous and it turns out he was friends with uh my friend tom nguyen and he knows seth mcfarland <laughs> what why did it have to be seth mcfarland i'm, I'm just that's a comic book i think yeah yeah he did comic books seth mcfarland no not seth mcfarland todd mcfarland todd, Sorry, no. Todd, todd. no actually eric's brother todd. knows todd mcfarland very well yeah <laughs> but no is uh so okay i'm a john byrne uh, no uh, uh greg cafaro who draws uh, i don't know I, I didn't know who he was. Like, <laughs> I just, so famous, no, I don't super know. Super famous, no, neither but, one of us know him. No, but, but here's, yeah. here's the, I didn't know who he was, but I was on the treadmill next to him, and he was down there with his wife. And so then we go over to, we always uh, do something with Tom Nguyen when he's at a, a con, whether we uh, take pictures and do like a video, because we did a video interview with him once when he was doing uh, getting a, 
uh, a massage by these cosplay girls, and then I did a, a sit down interview with him another time. When I say cosplay, girl. yeah, yeah, uh, dude, they're, yeah, it is, it is, it's true. So uh, I'm sitting at uh, Tom's booth at Wizard World with him, and I'm interviewing him, and I turn and look to my right, and I, and I was like, I turned to Eric, and I was like, Hey, that's the guy that was on the treadmill. He goes, Kafaro was on the treadmill next to you. I was like, Yeah. And he's like, He's a big fucking deal. I'm like, really? I didn't know who he was. I'm terrible about comic book authors. Well, I was going to say that, but that's different though because it's an author. So it's yeah, not you like you see, see them. Their, yeah, yeah, you don't see yeah. their face. No, no. Right. But it was, it's one of those deals where every time, every time I've been in the gym at the hotel we stay at, there's been someone famous in there with me. And I don't ever bother them, but it's just like, it's kind of an added perk. It's fun. You know, it's like, hey, I was on a treadmill next to Jason Priestley. You know, like, it, it, like it's fun. It's part of the experience, you know, and to, and to spend all that money to go out there and do, you know, what we do. And you're, you're spending like 50 bucks a night to eat, you know, but part of the fun is that you're, you have these right bad there, bonuses. Yeah. yeah. So to not be able to, and I've, I've got an ex-girlfriend of mine working on trying to get me a deal at the hotel and I haven't heard from her and I'm starting to panic because I really want to go. That's, that's our guy trip every year. How, you know? how does that spell? Kafaro? I think yeah. it's C-A-F. A-R-O, maybe? Every time. Every time. That was once. No, but every time we do this, you do that. Every time. Don't let me drink. Just tell me. I have a fucking mute button. I, I have a, it's a fucking cough button. I can hit a cough button and you won't did it come up. Yeah, it looks like it, indie comics, you know. Now he's a big deal, from what I hear. Well, I mean, that could be a big deal and be indie. I mean, it's like... Yeah. But, like, people dig him. Like, it's, I'm like, well, exactly. that's, that's what usually happens. I mean, yeah. we, we, but, I mean here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Oh, Batman. Oh, weird. <laughs> Grimm's Fairy Tales is what comes up. I mean, apparently he redid those. Is that based on the Grimm TV series? Or uh, TV yeah, series exactly. That, yeah. And then they made this whole this series whole, of oh, things of Grimm's Fairy Tales. This, after is, that. this is Giuseppe Cafaro. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't think that's the right guy. I don't know. I'm just looking I up. I don't think that's the right guy. Well, then hit back. Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Maybe, that, maybe that's, his, that's his real name. I don't know. Like I said, I do not know the gentleman. I'm so. pretty sure it's Greg. That's right, Greg. That's me. Giuseppe. The meat will do it to you. I can't. Maybe Kafaro isn't his right. Well, maybe, right well, maybe you just steered oh, wait, me wrong. More images for Greg, Greg Kafaro comic. Godzilla Awakening. No, it's Greg. Gajira. No, it's, it's pronounced Gajira. Gojira. Did you not see Ken Watanabe? It's Gajira. <laughs> no, I didn't see. Maybe Kafaro isn't the right name. I have to. I have to talk to Eric. He knows. He would have been here tonight, but apparently today was not a good day. That's all I heard from him. Was that today was not a good day? I had a bad day. So tomorrow. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I'm going to go see. Are you going to? Yeah. I hear it's a fucking amazing. That's, if, that's, if, I mean, if I could have This gotten... is why one of the great things about being here right now, because uh-huh. I could not, I mean, literally, I'd have to wait a couple weeks before, because I hate going to movie theaters with a lot of people in them. Yeah. I can go to Iowa City tomorrow on a Sunday afternoon or Monday afternoon and then like... Monday like, afternoon would be perfect. Exactly. I and and I mean, it just came out, yeah. but it would be perfect. Yeah. I, I don't go to movie theaters, but I'm contemplating... Uh, my day's off this week. I have today off, and then I have to work mon- uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm thinking about going Thursday. Yeah. I mean, I saw Lucy because uh, my nephew wanted to see it. It was all right. I mean, she gets tits out in that movie, doesn't she? Hmm? She gets tits out in that movie. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the first movie she's ever gotten her Did gear she? off? I don't I thought it was a huge deal. 
Not that I'm aware no? of. No. I have to Google that. I Maybe that, I mean... There, if, if that's not the movie, there's a movie coming out that soon. That was my setting well, factor if I was going yeah. on. I don't and know. Then, like, Maybe they did something. Well, maybe there's a pseudo rapey thingy. That, but maybe no, the, just... the, the the scene I'm thinking of, she's like getting out of a, like a shower, like the full frontal. No, no, yeah, that's, that's not, not this movie. Then no. there's something coming up where she does. No, and that's gonna sell tickets. Yes, yeah. Scarjo has everything where it's supposed to be. She is a girl shaped girl. She's round where she's supposed to be round, like facially. I'm not that impressed. Like, Did you say facially? Yeah. I'll give her a facial in a second. I'll give her. I'll give anybody a facial. I'll give you a facial later if you want. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. But, like, there's a lot better out there, personally, I believe. Yeah, but but here's my thing about her, is that she, yeah, there might be a lot of, like, Megan Fox is a gorgeous face, but she's not necessarily shaped like a girl should be shaped. She looks like she pukes herself to make herself thin. But She's got a new film. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call that a film so much. (laughs) I'd call that a computer experience. She only acts with computers. And it's weird because it's a Bay film, and she swore she'd never work with him again. She must have apologized to Spielberg for calling him. Well, I don't think it was as much she swore she would never, but I don't know. Well, because Spielberg kicked her off the the Transformers Mm. because she called Michael... Bay, Hitler, and Spielberg's like, I'm a Jew! <laughs> yeah, but I, I, Bay's pretty... Well, but yeah, I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing, though. I interviewed a guy who worked with Michael Bay on the first mm-hmm. Transformers movie, uh, uh, James C. Burns, and I asked him about what it was like to work with Michael Bay. And he said, uh, he said well, here's the thing, all right? Uh, Michael Bay's a, uh, he's a guy, okay? All right, he likes big tits and explosions. So to me, that says it doesn't matter what fucking Megan Fox says; she's going to be in that goddamn movie, or somebody else with big tits, as what is what Transformers yeah. three, three, right? right. Yeah. That chick, her lips look like a sprung asshole, though. That was a disaster. That was a face nobody wants to fuck. All right, because you don't want an asshole on a face; you want an asshole on an asshole. That's a completely different thing. You did, that girl looked; she looked like a fucking carp that gotten punched a whole bunch of times. It was terrible. Terrible. Never Megan Fox it. is a beautiful girl, but not in the same way that Scarlett Johansson is beautiful. Scarlett Johansson is naturally beautiful. Is she? Yeah. That's all hers. <laughs> but it, she's got that one bad tattoo, though. Have you seen that? I don't know. I'm with him. I mean, she's, she's got that tattoo. She's not like, unattractive, yeah, but I'm but just like... There's better. She's got that tattoo on her ribcage of a horseshoe that says, Lucky You. Um, and it's like, obviously, if you get to see that tattoo, you're probably pretty lucky because you're also seeing a tit. But it looks like a prison tattoo. Like, the line work is horrible. It's all janked and, like, not even a little bit lined out. So how did you see this tattoo? It's on the internet, like everything oh. else, yeah. No, I mean, she's definitely attractive. I don't I don't yeah. know if she... Megan Fox is, like... Squared away attractive. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's there's a difference. But I, mean, I, I kind of like that little bit, like, not perfect attractive. Okay, <laughs> let's go, like, just because I have to know, like, Big Bang... Of of the two. a Big Bang Theory, yes, the show. The I, that fucking is a horrible show. I hate it. Okay, but there's two girls, right? Awesome. Oh fuck yeah! Are you talking Maya Bialik and the other? <laughs> no, and, no, uh, not Kelly Cueco. Kelly Cueco yeah. and uh, what's what's the uh, the blonde? I don't know. I don't watch this show. Either. Blonde one's Kelly Cueco. No, there's another blonde one. You, uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know because I don't watch the show. You watch terrible. it? No. Okay, never it's mind. A, it's a terrible fucking. Because I, I just want to know your aesthetic. If it's like it, it's kind of like one of those, you know. 
uh, uh, Ginger Marianne things. Well, you know? okay. Here, normally, here's 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 where where I lie. Okay, Kristen Bell. Okay, top five. Megan Fox, top five. But also ScarJo, top five. Emma Stone, top five. There's four right there. I do Emma need Stone. some Emma Stone. Emma Stone in a heartbeat. She's very attractive, but what attracts me is is the personality as right. well. Well, but, Emma you know, Stone to me is what uh, Lindsay Lohan would have been if she wasn't half retarded. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like they're kind of interchangeable looks wise, except for. Uh, but see, like Emma Stone came out of nowhere, and, and yeah. she you know auditioned and became a, whereas you know Lindsay Lohan was, Lindsay Disney was Prin- like Disney princess, right, but right. yeah, with huge cans. <laughs> but back in her I, days, I've never noticed. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I look at women in a different way, apparently, because. You are so full of shit that it almost hurts my brain. Have some more mead. <laughs> Apparently where your loyalties lies with old ladies, because if she took you over that mead, you're like, okay, if it looks like shit, I'm buying it. This old lady brought me over to it, I'll buy it right now. Hey, I'm sorry, yeah, I do have a soft spot. I'm like, this old lady is like, yes, I, I walk in. Okay, we walk in and we've been talking about, you know, a friend of mine had some mead, and, and I'm like, okay... <laughs> And I didn't think any other place would have mead because this was a very specialty shop that the, the, my friend bought it. And we went to this store, and I'm like, do you have any mead? And this old lady is probably like 75 years old. Well, she might have been 60, maybe. No, maybe 60. no, she was white-haired. And anyway. I would anyway. say she's 160. <laughs> but oh, she goes, and, and I go, you got any mead? Just joking as I walk through, and, and then all of a sudden... Zach turns around. He's she's taking you to the mead. I'm like, uh, I guess okay. I'm I guess mead. I'm buying because uh, I mean, what am I gonna do? She she went out of her way, you know. And I, I don't want to be a, a complete jerk the, about it. In the you know? like the like 15 foot by 40 foot store. It's not like it was a big. Place. Yeah, but she she had to take her walker out, and it's like, oh, I, I, that's oh, what happened. That's oh. what uh, that's my story now. Oh. You know, she had to uh, take out the walker and. Uh, <laughs> She barely made it, and she had her inhaler. We had to carry her back. (laughs) You know, the oxygen tank does not carry itself, so, you know. My back hurts now. (laughs) So I bought the the mead. Which tastes like wine, basically. It it does. More or less. This is not as strong as the other stuff I had. It's a Viking's blood is what it was called. You had to be able to lift Mjolnir. (laughs) <laughs> actually drink but, I mean, it. it had, I think they said it was infused also with whiskey. So oh. that other one, so I'm oh, like, that's not like, regular mead. No. That's yeah. like if we had the other shit. We might be going to Valhalla. Later, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, mead. I like yeah, mead. Right. <laughs> Rainbow Road it is. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, so last project you worked on uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. How was that for you? No, last project I worked on was some commercial for an energy drink. Oh but yeah, but last wait, were you, you were, <laughs> wait, were you the before picture? No, I oh. I, I, I have graduated to yeah. I was reading the script and I was like, you know, I, you know, I had some weight a little bit, and I was reading the script and I was like, they had the, the uh, they do panels, they they draw it out, oh, they story, storyboard story it, writing. yeah, and uh, it was like overweight uh, employee goes in front of like. <laughs> Don't tell me that's that, because you called me, man. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and, and, but I, and now I'm the boss. I'm the stern, distinguished boss. Right. So, you know, that's the... But uh, before that, yeah, probably Parks. How was that? Was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. Did you get to interact with the... Uh, that's a big deal show. But it, 
That was probably, and I, I'm going to be really crude about it, but I mean, I did extra work uh, when I first came out to L.A., and it, it can be, I'll just say humbling, but it, yeah. it, sometimes it's just shit work. And uh, especially if you're serious, but you've got a lot of people that that make good money doing it, and that's what they want to do. But if you want to, you know, go further than that, and you watch other people, and you're like, I can do that fucking job, it gets a little depressing. But uh, I, I went on set, and they created this whole farmers market, like literally inside this big, huge building with like at least seventy five extras. Wow! I mean, it was a full farmers market. Right. They created that. For I mean it was it was coming back and forth within the episode, right. but literally there was me and my wife and a bunch former, of was this a former porn star? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me and my wife, Amy Poehler, and uh, Adam Scott was directing, and that was it as far as anybody that was getting billing. And I have to say it, was, it felt pretty good walking in there with my cup of coffee. With a PA by my side, going by all the extras, and, and it, it, it sounds really, really crude because it's like I used to be there, but I'm like, I'm not there anymore. I'm not there anymore, anymore. <laughs> and you know, and they're all. I, I was nice to everybody, but it was still felt like okay, I, I'm the guy for this scene, and so it feels good to be the guy. Right, you know, right. it's like, but uh, yeah, because your character actually had a name, and oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, and then th- that's what makes me feel bad about it because I'm like. Is that big a deal? No, it's it's not that big a deal. But, so you know. So let me, from an ignorant standpoint. So at the end of the episode, was it like you know what was your character's name? Uh, what was it? Uh, Jacques uh, upon. Uh, they, oh, I don't. I don't. It's like this long name that they created. That based on there's this two families in 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 the town where the show is. Right. And it's this is they're interbreeding. Okay. And so there's a shitload of these people and So you had lines, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so at the end of the at the <laughs> Short, end, yeah. At the end of the episode then, did it show, you know, Tony Fours Marquez, Jacques Barber, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Fuck Is it? Yeah. 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 Uh, to me, welcome to my basement. It was a fun it was a fun little bit and you know, it was Amy and and uh and, and like I said, Adam was was directing, so I got to, I got to meet both of them. And this tells you how I guess the business runs. I don't know. Uh, as a, as a gift or thank you, it was uh, the, the gig was the joke was about uh, me and my wife not knowing what vegetables were. Okay, <laughs> so she said, "Oh, so you're from Wisconsin?" <laughs> I said, well, they, were, "They were like." She, uh, Amy was like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I created this far- farmer's market because, you know, people don't know what vegetables are. And, and my wife picks up a cauliflower and says, oh, look, a little tree. And then I pick up this broccoli or uh, no, she, she picks up the broccoli and said a little tree. And I pick up the, the cauliflower to go, oh, this one died. <laughs> and, and, you know, so I sent to the writers and, and to Amy and, and Adam, these, Christmas trees made out of broccolis <laughs> that, that my, my five-year-old daughter helped me decorate, you know, send. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's just, I don't watch network TV much. I can't say I do either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if I hear about something... I might watch it, the last which thing is I'll... bad for me because yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll watch it if I if I'm I'm going out to audition for it. 
I'll watch it. Right. Yeah, for the most part. The I, there have been some that I just like, I know what the aesthetic is and I haven't seen it yet, but right. I will. But I don't. I the don't have time. The last thing I got really involved in on like the big three was Revolution. And then they canceled it. So fuck those guys. <laughs> like I said, I think really, as a nerd, I'm surprised. But a Big Bang. I, you know why I don't like it? I can't believe it. Because Will Wheaton. Man. Yeah, well, I hate Will Wheaton. <laughs> I DVR'd his show the other day. That's good, isn't it? Don't. Oh, that's debatable. <laughs> well, I, I like it. I, I don't know. I watched about three minutes and just stopped and deleted that shit. Here, here's the thing about Big Bang. I feel it's a pandering fucking mess. In because, what way? Because what it does is it takes all of the stereotypes about nerds, exaggerates them, and tries to convince them that's actually how we behave. But you know, granted, you but know, but if you if you buy into the fact that you know that that's what it is, the humor is there and it's funny. That's that's the point. I mean, if you if you take offense automatically to the premise, well, I'm not offended. I'm just like I think it's lazy. I, I think, but see, that's the point. I don't think it is lazy. I mean, because you can say, I mean, I thought the same thing. I'm like, okay, I get what they're going for, but there there's there's a depth to it. I mean, there's there's relationships. There's and 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 pretty funny. Very astute humor about nerd culture. Here's what I have a problem with. How many have you watched? Ah, uh, three. Okay, so you don't have... I mean, but you can say have, I have this problem, but, but I, we, I've watched a lot of them, and I, I can but say... But we had the discussion earlier, because I, I compared Doctor Who and anime as being the same thing. I've had several people tell me at, at that when it comes to Doctor Who and anime, well, you have to sort through the garbage to get to the good stuff. You know what that tells me? There's a lot of it's shit not a there. Very, it's not a very good thing because there, there's there's certain things. Star Trek, okay? But you there are have, bad Star Trek episodes. Yeah, there might be a couple, but you don't have to sort through garbage to enjoy Star Trek. You go back and you watch some of the uh, New Generation, okay? Next, you mean the Next Generation? Yeah, whatever, fuck. Next Generation, whatever, fuck. <laughs> but you go back and watch it, and there are some that just, I'm like, oh, well, wow. That's for, just, I mean, and I remembered at the time, I'm like, wow, that was just boring the whole time. But for every 17, there might be one bad one. You see, I don't so think you're so. Not, so you're not sorting through the garbage to get to the good stuff. You're sorting through the good stuff to get to the garbage, which is a huge but difference. But see, I would say for Doctor Who, here's the, this uh, is like one man's perspective, that there are, there, are t- it, it, there are so many writers on that show that each one writes an episode it's not like you know a lot of these where you have a, a, a team of writers that writes everything they have a specific writer that writes each show so you know you might hit a writer that you don't connect with right. and maybe the times that you want because unless what, what you watch the odds though what are the odds i don't know the, how many of you watched the doctor who maybe seven Three? Seven? What are the odds that this the random sampling of seven? So times not a single one of those seven. I you, hated it. Really? Yeah, okay. but but like you take shows that are, are quant- quantitatively great shows, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Lost. Yeah, but see, uh, Game of Thrones know. is based on a, a, a novel that is wildly successful. So you have a through line and a literary thing right. that is just already. Ingrained I don't care in it. why it's successful. It's still awesome. Yeah. But, like, but, like, I don't but care. once again, like, but I'll go back. I mean. Sons of Anarchy, that's a through line. You have a storyline. Right. But you don't have that in Doctor Who. I mean, You're it's, supposed it's, to. But no, it isn't. That's not how it's it's created. But I mean, that's there the is a, They've made it more so, but it still is. Each it's, one can stand alone on its own, well, except, and you don't need no. the rest of the shit. But it's so important to the, to the, to the skeletal function of the show that at the end of the line, when the Doctor is getting ready to replicate and become a new doctor he goes back through everything that's happened 
and ties it all together. That's how important the structure of the show is. Mm. Mm. See, I don't. That's not what what uh, the, the, the doctor replicates when somebody's contract is over. So I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I don't know that, that you know because we talked about Christopher Eccleston and, and and it was like you know he was like one and done. I'm that right, like right, right. I replicated because I'm done. <laughs> right. You know, it's not because right. the writer said, "Well, this is a great time for us to do this." Right. They, you know, I mean, so that's a misperception as well, far as that ex- goes. Except for. They should have still been able to make it work. I, I, I think that's their job is to make. But me see feel here, like... but once again, if you say okay, you like Son of Sons of Anarchy or Game of Thrones, which you watch for a long period of time, if you watched one of the Doctors, any of them, through a, a through start to finish, you would see a through line, right? But. But you haven't done that, so you can't say, well, you know... Just I, one doctor? Yeah, just one doctor. But it's an entire... It's a, still a series of shows. Yeah, like, but no. They, literally, you can... I mean, there's a small crossover between David Tennant and, and Matt Smith. But their doctors are completely different because they're different characters. So, so are you basically trying to draw the same comparison as, like, the difference between, like, if you're watching The Next Generation through Deep Space Nine through Voyager? Like... Next Generation stands separately. Deep Space Nine stands separately. Oh, that's, that's definitely true. But, but, but uh, I'm, see, I don't know it, if there's a the comparison. Same, is it the same um, type of deal to you? Is it like, like, is like one Doctor, the Next Generation, another Doctor is Deep Space Nine, and another Doctor is Voyager? It can be, yes. I don't like or is it, it like James Bond, where it's all James it, it's Bond? It's a little more James Bondish in the sense that, you know, there's a different flavor to each Bond, right? I don't like James Bond. Okay. Once again. So <laughs> I don't necessarily <laughs> care for him either, but like, I love right. I love me some Roger Moore. I can't get enough. Out of all of them? Oh, yeah. Out of all? Really? That's, Roger That's Sean. your go-to guy? Sean. And Sean. What, what, no George Lazenby? No. Not just the no, one. No, it's got to be Connery. <laughs> I mean, I, I, grew, I grew up with Roger Moore, so I thought, okay, well, he's okay. But then I started, when I went back and I, I watched right. the Connery, I'm like, There's, yeah, it's Connery. Well, listen, you sons of bitches. <laughs> It's the only impression I can do. Really? <laughs> yeah. That was an impression? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Have some more mead, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm out of mead. Well, no. That sounds like you're pissing into your cup. You should have got two bottles. No, see, this doesn't do the crappy wine thing with the little oh, hole on the bottom. Oh, yeah. so sad. Some low budget shit. <laughs> no, that's good. You get more of it because you like to have a wine and you're about this far into it and you're like, oh, I got this much. No, you don't because it gets oh, a little it thumb you, thing. It gives you this. You know, it gives a little that thumb right thing there. in the middle and like, oh, I guess I only have the. Shit. I, I don't know. I, I just. What? I don't know. I, what the fuck was that? Well, I just, that I, sounded kind of like a yawn. Kind of <laughs> like a disappointment. Meh. Well, no, that was like, a, a I just, physical meh. Like, I'm, I want to love the things all of the nerds love, but I hate Will Wheaton. I hate Adventure Time. Will, I, I do like your show. I'm, I'm just gonna say I love that it, it's 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 a I will great culmination I show. Do not like your show. Did you, you watch you the whole thing? It? No, I didn't watch the whole thing because well, I don't like the fucking shit. <laughs> I'm very judgy. I'm very judgy. That's okay. You know, um, I'm just saying it. it, it you know, if it, it's it's very specific. Let's just put. I mean, but it's. It targets a crowd that I think that it hits. I don't know. I mean, I liked it. Well, the problem I have with, with Will Wheaton is actually his personal politics. He's one of those uber-liberals that just automatically agrees with everything liberal, regardless of the logic okay. behind it. Well, that's a different thing. I mean... So I hate him. 
I hate Will Wheaton. I think I was pretty clear about that. See, I don't know. I, sometimes I can separate and sometimes I can't. Like yeah. I, Mel Gibson, anymore I can't separate that. See, for me, but will I see the Expendables? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, know, uh, you know, you know uh, why I will see the Expendables <laughs> because I have not been steered wrong yet. Yeah, that is some amazing filmmaking. I don't give a shit who you are if you were that's fucking how, alive in the eighties and nineties. Mister Stallone, yeah. straight up. I oh, mean, he fuck. wrote it. He, I mean, that's it. That's, you know, and he won deal. a fucking Academy Award. He did. For I mean, he's fucking, not a bad writer. Yeah, he wrote Rocky. Right. right. Yeah. And he wrote he wrote half the movies he was in. I so. refuse to watch any of those. The Expendables. Yeah. You know what? I tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. After we're done here tonight, we'll watch the first Expendables and together. I'm fall asleep. No, on no, floor. no. You won't. No, no you, you won't. won't. No, because it, it is because you're waiting for the next one. It is but, fucking. Yeah. You're, ne- you're waiting for the next action hero to show up. I well, mean, and, let's face it. When when <laughs> when Chuck shows up, you're like, oh, that's the second one. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, in the second one, you're like. That's the only time I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, fe- I felt like I felt like there were some moments that were wasted in the second one, but from what I understand, the third one makes up for. Well, I mean, all if you, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of his politics, but Mel Gibson can do what he does. And oh, he yeah. does it very well. well. He is, he is and you see him in fun. that. You yeah. see him in that, and you're like, I, I, I will have to watch this because I mean, he's well, just he's in the commercial brilliant. when he's like, I guess you should have killed me. Yeah, I'm like, that is fucking textbook, but, I mean, Mel. But, I mean, exactly. It's textbook, like, action hero shit. And you're like, I still will watch this because I really want to see that. But the great thing is, in in The Expendables, what they do is every character plays every character that they play. So, like in this new one, Antonio Banderas. In the commercial, when you see Antonio Banderas being puss in boots, basically, (laughs) and the fuck... But it's gold. That's what works for him. But, I mean, the through line is, is like, Statham and these new Terry Crews and everything. There's a through line there with those guys. Yeah. But then you bring in all these... And they just keep adding awesome. Yeah. Well, because, like, for example, in Expendables 2, Chuck Norris really didn't do anything. He really wasn't... No, integral to the part. Yeah. He just but he, kind of he showed he, up. He, he threw out like, a couple catch lines. Yeah. But see, here's the thing, and 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 you know Stallone is going. I'm going to write these catch lines, and they're right. going to love it. You know, right. but and, and half the time you go, oh, that's a catch line, but it's great. But for me, when Chuck did him, like that's just a catch line. It, right. it didn't do anything for me. Well, and it's like, when's he going to do a jump spin kick? When's he? Oh, there it was. Yeah. <laughs> but he's carrying all these guns, and you're like, why is? Chuck Norris carrying all these guns, and at one point he's just like, "I'm gonna hold these guns and do a jump spin kick." It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, you know, it's it, the first movie was solid gold. I, the, they so didn't do anything it, wrong. You, you're not movie. necessarily nerd culture. You are action nerd culture. I'm, I am entertainment nerd culture. <laughs> like I, uh, dude, um, Expendables, Expendables Two, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like I have a cadre over there. I have over 300 movies. Like, I I appreciate everything, as long as it's awesome. But you you have the Hulk, so... Um, uh, no, that's a good one. That's it, a good it, one. That's no, the, that one down there. The Edward Norton one. <laughs> that's the Edward Norton one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the... Uh, Eric Bana one. Well, you, yeah. I don't, no, well, I don't. You had it, but you got rid of it. No, I don't have it. it. That's the one with the fucking poodles. I don't have that one. I don't think I have that one. Oh, maybe I do. Wait, which one is it? Got, uh, they're down there. Um, they're on the second, second zone. Old, yeah, so. the corner by Just grab it. Grab it. That's I, no, that's Hulk. That's Hulk. It's Blu-ray. I think that's the it's Hulk. Edward it's Blu-ray. Norton. It's plain old Hulk. Yeah. Is that Edward Norton? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's Edward. That, it's that Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have the the other one. The other one's terrifying. <laughs> the other one has the the Hulk poodles. 
That's in Nick Nolte, who is originally from Waterloo. Is he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, Nick Nolte's from Waterloo. Yeah. I thought I... No, are you sure? Yeah, he lived here when he was like 10 or 11. Okay, so he's not from Waterloo. Well, he lived okay, here... Okay, because like, like, like John Wayne born here, or John me Wayne born here, or... Well, you know. I think he was born in Waterloo and left when he was like 11. Are you sure? Because yeah. when I look at all the from Iowa things, he never comes up. But That's anyway. because we don't want to claim him, because he's nuts. Kind of like John Wayne Gacy. Managed, well, he's 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 managed a couple uh, KFCs here in town. We don't like yes, talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm, I'm just trying to uh, rail on you for something, and I haven't found it yet. No, because I have awesome taste. It's amazing. Everything I do is awesome. Mm. Welcome to my basement. I am says Nick Nolte was born in Omaha, Nebraska. There you go. And then moved here when he was six days old. Oh, must have been. I don't know, something. Johnny Carson, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Reagan did his radio in Gowrie, Iowa. Yeah, and actually, you, you like you like how I just like pull these. Well, things and out? Ronald Reagan actually was was best friends, and when he was in the military with my great grandpa, Kenneth Blacksmith. Hmm. Yeah. When he came back here to do a speech, he came to Waterloo, uh, Cedar Falls, Evansville area to do a speech, and he stops in the middle of the speech. He's like, I'd also like to acknowledge uh, Blackie and his wife Nadine. I still owe you that dollar seventy five for those boots that I borrowed, and I will eventually pay you back. Well, you know why they, they he he came because they used to, and uh, I think, uh, well, back in the old anchored days, like Reasoner and all those guys, they would have these guys come to Iowa to get rid of their accents. Yeah, because they do that. Yeah, Midwestern. Yeah, yeah. right. But then uh, James Garner just passed. Yeah, and there was a quote there. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get a whole political, but it was funny as hell. Uh, Garner was like, you know, I was the vice president uh, when Ronald Reagan was the head of the Screen Actors Guild. And we fed him everything he needed to know. He never made an original decision in his life. Much <laughs> he like needed, when he was real president. Exactly. He was like, <laughs> the, the much like every other president. He, he should never be president of the Guild, let alone our nation. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was interesting, you know. I mean, that's James Garner. I mean, one of, one of the most beloved right. actors, you know. <laughs> what did he have to lose, though? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but I, I, I love me some James Garner, I just got to say. Yeah. Now, who doesn't like James Garner? Nobody. Maverick? Yeah. Come on. You can't go Rockford wrong. Files was like the coolest cop show probably ever because, I mean, he, he wasn't even a cop, but a private eye show. It was perfect. You can't go wrong with a guy like him because he didn't ever do anything in his private life that made you like... Oh, James Garner. Oh, really? Well, that was back in the day where everything was covered. Right. I mean, I don't care who you were. Right. Everything was covered. Private. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I read this article recently about Tom Cruise and why Tom Cruise has, has become more outwardly bizarre, according to everybody else. I'm right. not, I'm not going to say whether it is or it isn't, but, well, but the, the point being, he, he started out in the old system right. where his, his manager had control and his manager had many other clients. And so if anybody was going to say anything about, about Tom, they were not going to get any interviews right. with anybody else. And, and, and it was before the internet and all that. And all of a sudden when the, that broke open, that's when when things started going. Mm. Did you uh, did you you because you listened to Nerdist? We talked mm-hmm. earlier. Did you hear that Tom Cruise Tom Cruise interview on Nerdist? Mm-mm. 
amazing. Yeah, way amazing. Like, what a likable motherfucker. And at yeah. no point did you feel like he was crafting his answers. The only the only time... Actually, I take that back. The only time I felt like he was crafting his answers was when they asked him what his favorite movies were. And he said shit like, I watch all movies. Yeah. You know, but other than that, when they would ask him questions right. I mean, about it's how he hard. came I mean, up I mean, and how he... You know, here's me, not Tom Cruise level at all. But, I mean, I'm monitoring myself. Yeah, which is dumb. Well, I, but I, you I mean, know, it's not like you have to, a living to, to, to make. The, No, but I mean, to the extent that, you know, what persona I want to put out there. Right. You know, there's certain times I'm like, uh, I'm going to hold back on that. And and him being even further up and, and you know. Just a smidge. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, making or breaking a film, you know, right. what he says matters in even these small interviews. So, you know, yeah. But it, it felt... It felt genuine to me, like because they would ask him questions about you know coming up through the business and like the people he because he told this great story about meeting Dustin Hoffman for the first time and that was amazing because he he said he was so nervous he saw him in like a deli or somewhere and so he walks up to him and he's like "Um, excuse me Mr Hoffman and Dustin Hoffman goes hey Cruz and and he just locked up he didn't know what to do because Dustin Hoffman knew who he was Mm -hmm. and that was way before uh, Rain Man. Like right. you got to understand where Hoffman it, it comes from and, you know, where, I mean, yeah, I mean, those are the guys I really admire because yeah. they, they grew up in the system. They were, they were, I mean, him and I can't remember who else were roommates with him and, and they were living in New York and they were just hustling and hustling. Right. I, those are the guys that I, you know, I don't care how much money they make, how much eccentricities they have. I mean, they, they, they earned them. They earned it, you know. I mean, they they did what they needed to do to get to where they are. Right. Yeah. It's just it's weird to me, like how how the world has changed so much uh, in the last twenty years in a short time. Yeah. yeah. You know, as far as entertainment, you know, you have guys like Dustin Hoffman, and you know, Tom Cruise hit that moment where he was half retarded between bouncing on the couch and the, the well that's the, you know, and the, all that, here, here's know. the deal and, and i'm not going to be a tom cruise apologist at all because i mean when he was talking about you know all the stuff about psychology and things like that i don't right. agree with that at all the the bouncing on the couch moment if and this is was the premise of the article i was telling you about right. about in in what they were talking about is that if you look at it oprah asked him to do that she said, "Why don't you get up and jump and get excited about it?" And he's like, "Okay, I'll do that." All right. So he was so taking. He was taking direction. Right. I mean, yeah. he, he was he was working with a host and trying to yeah. you know he was doing what he's been taught to do since he was seventeen. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah. he was it, it wasn't like sporadic where he's like, right. oh, "Okay, I'm going to go crazy and just right. do something weird." Right. And and it, you know, if you watch it on the internet, you miss that first part. You just see him jumping around. You right. Know? So you know, I mean, there's there's. It's it's a weird thing for Tom Cruise with me. Not so with Mel Gibson, but to, for Tom Cruise. I mean, because well, Mel Gibson was on a police camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, know, sugar tits, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, still, I, I would. Would I, would I like, want to do something with Mel Gibson? I probably would yeah. because I mean he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, well, and, and he's just charisma is something that is severely lacking in Hollywood these days. Well, obviously, con- considering the Expendables exists, most of those guys and, are pretty charismatic. Well, no, but I'm saying, consider, considering that exists, and every uh, like half of the people in those movies are still making movies in the action genre. Yeah, that tells you we're missing charisma. 
Because there's no new people right. coming up going, hey, look at me, and I can carry a movie. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, I mean everybody that's carrying right. – 90% of the movies are people that were still making movies in the late 80s. Right. Yeah, because, you know, for every Channing, Channing Tatum, there's still a, a, a Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know. Because I, I will not fucking apologize for thinking Channing Tatum is fucking awesome. I, I like Channing Tatum. I, I'm not I think, saying – I, I think he's funny. He's funny. Uh, he's humble. Yeah. Uh, him and Chris Pat, Chris Platt. Pratt. Chris Platt. I mean, Pratt. But, I mean, Pratt. The, Chris Pratt. Pratt, awesome. Pratt, baby. At, but I mean, follow they, him on but, Twitter at Pratt, but, Pratt, Pratt. But they're they're self-effacing, and they, they you know, and, 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 but once again, they're neither one of them are one of those guys. But someday could be. I don't know because yeah. every one of those. I mean, here's the deal. Every one of those guys. Were like a man's man, no nonsense, and that's how they dealt with their their business, and that's how I mean it, that's how that was their persona. I, I think out of the two of them, I think Pratt would be that guy. No, there's pictures of him on the internet gigging frogs for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah but I mean, Pratt's you, awesome. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the yeah. point being, Pratt comes off as a nerdist. Eh, maybe. maybe, and that's the point. I mean, yeah. and he's a nerd done good. Yeah, you know, it's like he's a nerd who can carry a movie. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he almost comes across not, as being he, like like oh, holy gosh, guys! I can't believe I'm here. Wally. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the yeah. closest thing you get to that would would be like what uh, uh, Hardwick doing a movie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Die Hard. What I mean, what's uh, oh Long, Justin no, Long? No, not Justin Long. Did, you mean Bruce, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. I mean, fuck that guy. No, but I'm just saying that's the closest you get to like normalish. Oh, like being he, Bruce Willis is in The Expendables. I know he is, yeah. but uh, and uh, from what I understand, a total prick to work with. Well, maybe yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that too. <laughs> Doris was in <laughs> was in The Expendables. Uh, yeah, no, no, oh. Moonlighting. Oh, oh. No, not this. Some um, walk by night. <laughs> some uh, walk by day. Kurt Russell, closest. Yeah, but he was also supposed to be in The Expendables. And something got fucked, and he didn't end up in it. Which is weird. I mean, I understand yeah. why Seagal isn't, but I... Because he's a, a tremendous piece of human garbage. <laughs> nobody... <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I mean, Russell... But either way, what I was I, saying, Kurt Russell is that, that self-effacing, you know, tough just, guy who you're like... With, with the exception of what is the one where... Soldier... That's yeah. about the only one where it was like I'm like well, uh, which I, I enjoyed the fuck out. I of did, yeah. I, I did. It in the I theater actually. I, I loved it, but I mean that was the only one where he wasn't like the guy because my one of my favorite movies is Big Love, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh fuck! And it's the best Jack action. Jack Burton. <laughs> Jack Burton. Let me tell you what Jack, Jack Burton, Burton says. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> when you're rolling down the highway, you know. Uh, I believe if you look alphabetically. In my list of movies, you will find Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, it's it's and you know Kim Cattrall is great in it. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great film. Movie. I mean, it's it, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the kind of hero that Chris Pratt does. Yeah, you know, yeah, fun, a fun hero, right? Um, but the thing is, he's also signed on for at least three Guardians movies, so he's going to be okay. Which is hilarious, yeah. considering yeah. the whole comic book series was not that successful. But well, but it, and that's and that is what's weird. And I, from my understanding, uh, at some point, Star Lord disappears out of right. the comic book I mean, series. But I mean, here that's the difference between film and and comic bookdom because you have to carry it in, in comic bookdom. You have to like really care about these characters and right. when you have such a large 
cast and you don't know any of them right from the get go it gets hard to like get invested whereas right. a movie we're used to like okay we got to we got to figure out who these people are real quick right. and and as long as we do that we're good but i'll tell you what marvel is doing correctly is they are not being dc what not being yes but they are literally cramming a shit ton of information down our throats and doing it in such a way that we can process it we can accept it and we can love it but see they're okay being an aficionado, I mean, having all the X-Men co- comics from from one. Uh, uh, let me preface this by saying, currently the X-Men is not a, is not a Marvel Studios but, property. But listen, uh, yeah, for now. Yeah. yeah. I think Sony. Doesn't, uh, yeah. But, Does Sony own it? Uh, Sony owns Spider-Man. But uh, Warner? Uh, who owns that? Uh, I think it might be Fox. Fox owns. But yeah, Fox, Fox owns, owns for uh, For X amount of right. years. But uh, which they're doing well with the origins and the well, but they had to go back to origins because they fucked yeah. the whole other thing up. Yeah, they fixed it though now apparently because well, I haven't seen past, Future Past. I, I have not it's seen fucking it. amazing. And and, and, and okay, yeah. here's my uh, little thing. I have a kid. I haven't been able to see <laughs> Future Past. But I don't I've seen see all the other ones, so I have something. But uh, my thing is that. Marvel gets a little loosey goosey with their with their universe, like their continuity. You mean, or well, with everything? I mean, like the first X Men movie, they kill off Henry Gyrich, which is like through the whole thing, bad guy through the whole thing, and they kill him off in the helicopter, like like that. Huh. And and so uh, they are much more loose with their with their universe. Than, but, than but DC, but it well, works but, well. But, it works but, well. Let, to be clear, Marvel didn't do that. Fox did that. But Marvel let them do that. I, they didn't. The, Fox bought the rights to it so that they could do whatever the fuck they wanted with it. No, I'm I, no. I, yeah, uh, Stanley would. Uh, uh, Stan, no, Stan got fucked. Stan got. No, fucked well, Stan in, wasn't in charge of it. Stan, at the time, Stan got but, fucked yeah. in 1998 because he had Stanley Media, and and, and like 1980, he had Stanley Media. And he, it was a, it was a new startup, a new internet startup, and he signed all of his rights over to them as like some precursor to some huge thing they were going to do, a million dollars a year or mm-hmm, some shit. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into Stanley Entertainment, and then it went bankrupt. Okay, right. So now, so now there's this huge thing in uh, in court where Stanley Media is suing, saying they own the rights to X Men, Spider Man, and all the shit. And it, so Stan got Stan. Made some okay, bad but let, let me let me let me, let me late, just say 90s. Marvel Studios, which is not Fox, no, yeah, has the flip on every one of those movies except for the X Men. They don't have any rights to it, none. I'm pretty sure it flips off on Marvel Entertainment. No, no Marvel Studios owns Marvel Studios owns uh, Guardians, Thor. Avengers, Avengers, all the all the new ones. Uh, I mean, all, Iron all, all, Man, all the uh, all that, all uh, the phase, all the phase one and phase two stuff. They own that. They don't own Spider Man. They don't own X Men. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, none okay. of that. Yeah, well, which is why, which is why, like, you know, you don't see, which is which is kind of weird because you do see Stan Lee pop up in Spider Man. You do see Stan Lee pop up in, in X Men movies, but right. they don't own the rights to it. Like it's 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 such a fucking mess right now. It and and what what's going to happen? But Stan's that, Stan is in the credits as a creative consultant, mm-hmm. and, and there are other people within Marvel that were in the. But that's glad handing. That's glad. Well, it, oh, it could be. 
But but what? But I don't think that Stan would be in the movie without saying, "Yeah, I agree with this movie." Stan will do anything they ask him to do. And here's, here's he'll the be thing. in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he motherfucker. See, he was in right, the Kevin here, Smith movies. Yeah, <laughs> here, here, yeah, he was. He was a Mallrats for Christ's sake. Here, here's the thing, though. Now that Marvel is owned by, by Disney, Disney, like every other cartoon thing in Spider, Star Wars, Spider Man yeah. is not going to be long. Any any fucking business that can go in and say to George Lucas, "We'll give you four point one billion dollars for your empire," when they have that kind of purchasing power, pretty soon all of the Marvel properties will be owned by Disney. Oh, they will. I mean, but, I mean, they're going to go see, in. They're, they're going to tell Sony. But they're see, be there, like, hey. there, there's a moratorium. I mean, there, there's a limit, uh, time limit as to when Sony and and Fox right, have long, these properties, yeah, right, right. and then it goes back to. But I know. think that it'll be before that time limit because it's fucking. Disney. Well, I mean, that time limit is not that far. It really isn't. But I don't it's think... like it, it was like 20 years for Spider-Man, I... and they did the first Spider-Man. Like I don't know that know. Disney cares to wait. You know why? Because they don't have to. They're Disney. If you can yeah, offer you, George talk- Lucas four point one billion dollars, billion dollars. Yeah, well, yeah. You look a lot like Minnie Me there. I'll fuck. But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're talking about Fox, who has billions of dollars on. In, in, but they don't in, have Disney money. Fox does not have Disney money. Fox owns. One network makes an occasional movie. No, they, is, they own a lot more than you think they do. Disney is goddamn Disney. No, I mean Disney is big. I'm not saying they are, but Sony is big, and so is so is Fox. But they're not going to get bought up in the next uh, five years. But they, they could buy those properties. They're not like Family big. Dollar getting. I mean, look at that. I mean, you want compared talk about, to Disney, they kind of are. I mean, Family Dollar just got bought off for eight million, eight billion dollars. I mean, that's a dollar store. Well, you apparently it's an $8 billion dollar store. <laughs> no, but $8 billion dollar store. I mean, you, you know what Fox is worth? Come on. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I think it's weird to me that Disney Rupert has, Murdoch is not going to let go of anything that he wants. It's just weird to me that Disney has waited so long to make that move. They bought the fucking Muppets. They bought Marvel. I want, I want one of those Buddha things. <laughs> I drank all my mead. <laughs> He's like, give me uh, and it's going to be it's going to be sour now. I mean, because I'm drinking this sweet mead. The Buddha's pretty mead. smooth. Buddha's yeah, pretty it's smooth. not too bad. Yeah. It's like St. Pauli girl or girl or, or like Moosehead. That's or, what, that's what this is. It's or like, fucking uh, Stella. No, it's not Stella. It's it's it's. it's I love it's, me some Stella. <laughs> you no, it's it's it's. I don't want to say skunkier, but I mean, <laughs> you'd be right. I'd be right. I'm not going to say it, but I'm. I'm, I'm but it's like a so girl. Bad taste, goddamn it! It's not. I, see, I like Stella. I like Moosehead. When so I, I, when I, when it, taste. I like Stella, but if no, I'm no. In, if I'm in America and I'm drinking Stella, I'll just get a drink of Miller no, Lite. No, no. When I was 19, this was the great. I thought this was foreign beer, and that was great. I mean, Stella, and not that the Moosehead and St. Pauli girl. That was that. That was the thing. And but, this brings me back. You know what the thing was? Uh, pussy that wasn't my girlfriend's. And uh, anything that had vodka in it. That was what I was into then. And getting barred from Size Roost for a week because I drank too much oh, vodka. Oh, really? My, my best friend, well, my friend, he owned Size Roost. Pat Green. Doesn't still own it. Nope, he sold it. It's too bad. But when you were there, it was probably yeah. Pat. When they had Buck Burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, so amazing there. I loved it. Yudi was the bartender. And uh, we had, during Visha, we had a Grandma Mojo show on the street. And we couldn't drink. Uh, on the street because Visha was dry then. Yeah, and, and it, so it wasn't when I first went there. you know, uh, you know Dave Ropke, right? Yeah. So me and Ropke decided, well, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna go do our show 
we go get fucking bombed at size Rusk. Well, I decided time to drink liquor, so I started drinking screwdrivers. Apparently, at one point, I was half asleep on the pool table. And they asked, I had a girlfriend, and <laughs> just lies. <laughs> Do you remember upstairs at size? They had the bathtub. There's a bathtub. Was, uh, what was it called? It was called the size uh, roost. But upstairs, it was called. It was. A, it was. A, there's a. Uh, uh, it was. It was size roost. Uh, and, uh, it was. It was some like hippie bar. Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean, it was all owned by the same people. Yeah. But it, it, so they had the, the bathtub upstairs. Okay. And after hours, me and Pat and a bunch of other people, my girlfriend, my my girlfriend was like passed out in the bathtub. I had to like pull her out of the bathtub. So, <laughs> what was that place called? Uh, size Roost Cave In. No, no, no Cave In was across the street. That was before your time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, Google it. See if you can get what was above the side. Oh roost. God! It was. Like it was be... some hippie bar. It was. I went up there once. And, well, they had, so they had dark. a bunch of license plates it was and so stuff like that. So yeah. dark up there, and like smelled like patchouli and fucking incense. It was, no, it wasn't that oh, bad. It, was, it wasn't it was Dugan's. Bad. Come on. It was. What the fuck is Dugan's? Dugan's Deli down over over in in uh, west west of Campus Town. I never went over there. Yeah, Dugan's Deli was where all of the hippie stuff happened in oh, Ames. It was the like Bohem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, that was they, see that was all campus town. If yeah, but you, that was hippie. Yeah, but if you went straight Hada. west of campus on uh, I don't know what the two two blocks north of Lincoln Way, straight west of campus, like, like two blocks like west, west of West Street. Yeah, like, two, like the west the West Street Deli and like yeah. Thumbs. Thumbs. Thumbs yeah. was like, that was the Bohemian bar. That was well, like where all the... Well, but you had Thumbs, he went a block over, that was the Bohem. No, not no, Bohem. The, uh, the Bohem was on... Uh, Bohem was on Main Street. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the, no, the, no, it the was fucking, on uh, Lincoln Way. Uh, yeah, Ma- Lincoln Way. Uh, not Bohem. Uh, what the fuck was that place called? Uh, Baudelaire. Baudelaire. Okay. Was yeah. t- up to the west of uh, West Street Deli. But Dugan's, I... I that was my breakup bar. Every time I was, I, I remember my, my roommate took me, I broke up with his girlfriend, and he was like, okay, we're just going to go over to Dugan's. And they would just serve me straight up a whole bottle of Jim Beam. Oh, Jesus. Like, it was like, okay, just have a, a shot. I have a shot. Have a shot. And I was like, mm, mm. I remember waking up, walking, and like, I was in my stair. It was like flashes. It's the only time that <laughs> like I, that's you're what, through a flip book. It, it was exactly. It was like like a movie. I was like flashes. I'm like I'm walking. I'm I'm here. Okay, and now I'm in my stairwell. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, whose gum is this in my mouth? <laughs> I, I went to uh, Baudelaire or no Bohem uh, one night. It was me, Dave Bird, and John Woods, and then Trenberth met us there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Is, wow. He used to go out with us all the time. Seriously? Yeah. And so we, we were sitting there, and uh, Jim, like, I was drinking Jack and Coke, and so was so was Woodsy. And we're getting fucking bombed, and Jim would order... Woodsy's actually still doing stuff, isn't he? He's uh, he's, well, he, like, works for a TV station in Kansas City mm-hmm. and has gotten nominated or won a ton of awards. Local Emmy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. So uh, Jim would always order a shot, and then he would drink his beer and then sip on the shot. Yeah, and so me and Woodsy are getting fucking canned. So, at one point, so Dave Dave Bird was there too, and he was driving me and Woodsy home, and we decided that the best thing to do would be to sing the eighteen theme song. But what lots of people forget is that there's a bass riff in the eighteen theme song. So we're hanging out of the fucking windows of the car, 
And Woodsy's like, don't See, forget they always the said Don's, uh, It was size roost Don's Deli. That's all it ever was. Now, there's something up north. Uh, uh, up, no, it's, yeah, but it still... Was, uh, uh, oh, what the fuck was it called? And so Woodsy was anyway. like, don't forget the bass rip. You know, because normally you're like... You're like, bah, da, 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 oh, da, yeah. da. well, everybody knows that part, and so we're screaming the fucking bass riff out the window, and Dave's like, "We are all going to go to jail. <laughs> Shut up!" <laughs> and then you know, Woodsy and I are like, "Hey, we're gonna bond now, and then later we're gonna both fuck the same chick." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. No, I'm just like. <laughs> Things I can't say. Um, <laughs> no, you can. No, no. <laughs> no, you I, can. No, no, no. No, it's fine. I, I, I can't. Um, no, please do. <laughs> but on. see, you don't remember, like, top of the town. No. 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 See, I remember the what, tip top. Well, the tip top. No, no. Uh, downtown. No. Well, look called? it up. I'm, I, I looked up upstairs, size roost, nothing. Because it was size roost Don Stelly. I mean, I was there. I don't right. I don't know that there was a uh, the, the specific name for upstairs. Whereas there used to be this thing. And the uh, guy that used to own it, or part owner, now lives in like uh, near Marshalltown. He's got that place. It's called that place. And they had that place. It was downtown on Main Street, and then upstairs with top of the town, and then you lost and found. Boom, lost and found lounge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> but it's still all the same thing. It's the same right, owner. But, it, but same... it was a totally different vibe. But I mean, literally, you walked upstairs. But it was like thumbs up and, and underwear. I don't know. What no, not is. thumbs up, but uh, 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 peoples and underwear. Peoples, but it, was, it wasn't it was underwear. It was uh, peoples yeah. and... Uh, well, it was underwear originally. Yeah, but then what was it after that? It was... It was something else. But I mean, there was a bar under there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Peoples under, is under gone. There, underwear. Peoples yeah. is gone. I mean, yeah. did you hear about this? I yes. mean, like the whole strip there is yeah. gone. Yeah, it's it's bizarre to me because Peoples was voted one of the top 100 college bars by Playboy. Because they had like, I mean, yeah. huge bands. I mean, yeah. not huge band, but good college bands. Yeah, and it was like the Nottas would always play there. It was a huge deal. And then they closed. Just one day, inexplicably, they closed. But and I read an article well, it was about coming. it. coming, yeah. Well, I went back and read an article about it, and apparently the owners were like, we want to spend more time with our family, we've had a good run, blah, I blah, I mean, blah. those guys started the bar when I first started college. So, I mean... 1923. 1999? Uh, um, but anyway, no, they... they, they, they no, it wasn't 99, you asshole. <laughs> You're a liar. They, they started people's sophomore. They they started <laughs> they started people's roughly when I started college. Nineteen seventy-two. Let's say that maybe I let's be more used to have. It was when know, Empire Strikes. I I, I I hung out with Hoiberg's wife at the time, so that gives you an idea. And by you know? wife, he means dad. <laughs> no, I mean, but that Grandpa. tells you. I mean. <laughs> And I, when I say that, I don't mean like I hung out with her. I mean she was there. Okay. He hung into. I love you, Fred. <laughs> uh, that's that's. Uh... That's Mr. Mayor to you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so I mean, it doesn't surprise me. The I mean, good news is, if you ever met him, he still knows your name. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's his gift. Really? Yeah. You, that's why. So call... here, here's my gift. I, I went to school with the football coach, and I hung out with at Peoples with the. You mean the, the current the current football yeah. coach? You mean CPR? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you know Paul Rhodes? Uh, would he say that? No. 
He left when he was in second grade. When I left, oh, too. Sorry. When I left, too. But, you know, we went to, I, we went to school. He's from Nevada. You know, I'm just saying. I'm still waiting for those booth seats there. Uh, so if you're, listen, Paul. You know what? The bad news about uh, Coach Paul Rhodes and CPR, they're both only 33% effective. But now they got Mangino. So, you know, you can be all, you know, Hawkeye-ish if you want to. Because uh, he was awesome. Awesome when he was a coach. Offensively, no, actually, they were ranked when he was coach. Who? The Kansas City Jayhawks. Yeah, but you know who wasn't great? The Lions. Well, that's a different. That's that's (laughs) pros and, and, you know, how many pro uh, college coaches flame out in the pros? Well, but here's the thing. You know who else was ranked? Uh, McCarney. Number nine in the nation. Yep. And then he went. Yeah. I want to see something great happen this year, but I've been hurt before. Okay, so do you not believe the Hoiberg thing? Oh, Hoiberg is fucking amazing. Okay. So why can you not believe in the CPR thing, especially if they got a a good offensive guy? Because here's the thing. Hoiberg has proved himself since the first day he stepped into fucking But, I mean, you're saying three years in a row going to bowl games when they never (sighs) did that before? Well, here's the thing. Against one of the toughest conferences ever? But how did they produce when they got there? It hurt. They they won one and three. What? One and three, two and three. One One and three. three. Yeah. And that's not great. What has Iowa done in the last five years? I'm not comparing them to Iowa. I'm not comparing that. Okay, compare it to like. Here's here's what I don't want anymore. I don't want my feelings hurt anymore. But is it. Have your feelings hurt when you, you have a program that never did anything? But still. And, and actually goes and is competitive. Well, except for we're celebrating. I mean, you go to Rutgers and you play Rutgers and you have to go to New York. That's not fun. But, you know, come on. But still, we're celebrating mediocrity. Is that. Well, okay, I will agree with that. I, I agree that they probably shouldn't have gone to. If it had been like. 1970 shouldn't have gone to the bowl right right i, I get that i agree with yeah, that and that's that's the problem but if, we, like, if you're dealing with what the system is yeah to me that's not success though but if you're dealing with what the system is that's what i'm saying so that's like i should i should be glad my kid gets straight c's and might be a valedictorian <laughs> that's that's weird to me but like, your, I don't, your kid that's not the system your your kid is not going to be valedictorian with, know, with with you're not familiar with a lot of the schools <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Here, like, I, I, I think celebrate them for what they've done, but don't. Oh, I'm not saying they're doing uh, fantastic. They're not like, but they've beaten some ranked teams, and each of those years they went to a bowl. They went to, right, but, they beat a top ten team. So right, I mean, that but, means they're they're worth something. But here's what I want to do. I want to celebrate consistency in the same year. Well, years how that, how much more consistent can you be than than having three years in a row where you went to the bowl? Well, except for the problem is the same years that you beat uh, number two Oklahoma State, you lost to an unranked like fucking Kansas. Like it was. It's no, like, I don't think they it's, did that. It, but yeah, it, yeah, similar yeah. similar things like a Missouri. Missouri or something. Like sure. Somebody, you know, I mean, like, yeah, like I, mean, I get it. They're not a powerhouse where they were going to bowl through every but, single No, but if, but if you beat an Oklahoma State, you should probably be able to consistently beat A&M teams. beat Alabama three years ago. And who, who, who saw that happening? I mean, Alabama but, was... Right, but I'm saying, you know. but in the year that they beat Oklahoma State, they also beat like at least one or two other ranked teams. You should also be able to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. But granted, we would beat, we would beat but, the ranked teams. That's, that's what you're saying. You're, you're celebrating an advancement that that yep. never would have happened uh, the I year don't... before. But see, here's the deal. I don't. It think... never would have happened the year before. So you go, okay, we, we made a step, and last year was a backward step. But then we hired Mangino, which which help, should help 
our offense. I don't, he's, know, I don't know that we made a step by beating Oklahoma State. I think maybe we beat them because of that plane crash. No, see, I don't know. I don't buy that. No, had had, had we finished strong at the end of the season, I'd be like, you know what? We might have something going on here. We might have fixed something that was broken. Well, they, they, but here's here's one thing he does not do well. He doesn't stick with a guy. He doesn't stick with a guy at quarterback or, or no, whatever. No, no, he right. doesn't. He doesn't stick with a guy, and he doesn't finish. He might get something started, but he doesn't finish. And that's why I say you can make three compressions, but you might not save the person. Right. No. Thirty-three percent effective. CPR. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I don't. I don't do like, that. I, yeah, no. I want it. I want it to be different. I like. I. I bleed. Card is it better? Goals. Is it a better product than it was five years ago? Where were we five years ago? Uh, three and maybe that ten. year. But if you go back ten years ago, when I'm I mean, in Arizona and we're fucking number nine in the nation, are we a better product? I mean, you've got to go back to like uh, Davis before we had as much pub as we have now. You know, Troy Davis and, and you well, know. you know when you had when you had uh, Seneca Wallace. Yeah, we were getting fucking. We were all over the place. He was uh, on MTV. Yeah. You know, like, okay. I'll, I'll, and, yeah. and I'm I'm sitting down in Arizona, right? I'm I'm working in Arizona, and on the weekends I'd go up and visit Sean Cahoe up at Tucson, right? Right, and uh, we'd watch an Iowa State game. I remember, hi, Sean. Uh, hi, Sean. He's li- he's living in Aspen right now. He's like running their entire program. He's, a, he's kind of a big deal. Did you just fart? Good work. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's got a button to push back. <laughs> yeah, I do have a button for that. Uh, so. Uh, the, the Iowa State Florida State game, the yeah. the great train robbery. Yeah, when Seneca Wallace was in, they called him out. Fantastic, we, we would have beat Florida State. Mm-hmm. That was a great year. Yeah. Uh, we ended up ranked ninth in the nation. We broke the top ten. And as I'm sitting in Tucson at a bar wearing my Iowa State gear, Sean's wearing his Iowa State gear. We're drinking to fucking to make the pain hurt. Stop, go away, right? And a guy comes up to us from Arizona and he goes, hey, you guys from Iowa State? And we're like, yeah. He goes, you guys got fucking robbed. That is a fucking, that's well, I mean, a But deal. that's the point. I mean, if you look at the Texas game, you remember, did you watch the Texas game? Uh, Yeah, the one where he, where he got fucked. Yeah, we got yeah, fucked. I yeah. mean, and that kind of momentum can yeah. fuck up a team. I was in Des Moines you know? that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got, he got across up. the goal line. And they oh, yeah. And, him. Then, yeah, yeah and then yeah. they pulled it out yep. afterwards yep. and all this, you know. Yep. And, I mean, no, he pulled it out. Yep. Before he crossed, and he had it clearly, he wasn't down, and he he went and got a touchdown. It would have been a, a demoralizing thing for Texas, and we, right. you know, because we be, would have beat them blame, at Texas, right? I mean, yeah. I'm not going to blame right. the whole season on that, but I mean, the point is, you, you have to realize there's a mentality within the conferences and within you know, like right. officials, continue on that you can't just you can't let Iowa State or Kansas. Get the narrative all the time, and so if 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 Texas is supposed to be the narrative that year, yep, then then Texas is going to be the narrative, and we're gonna we're not going to let. I mean, they did a review, yeah, you know, and and you saw it in real time. It's like, ooh, he's got the ball, and he took it away, and they're like, no, nope, didn't happen. So, you know, it's going to happen to some a team like Iowa State, or you know, unless you're Boise State, amazes me. Did you ever? I think they're a lot better than most people give them credit for. I, credit I think for. they're a lot less good than people. Fair enough. <laughs> they mean that the, the Oklahoma game when yeah. they won it. I mean, like, okay, 
kudos to you. You did it because they did a bunch of, you know, like Statue of Liberty. Who yep. the fuck does Statue of Liberty? I mean, that's, that's movie that's, type shit. Yeah, no, I mean, that's like when you were in, in high, you yeah, know, oh, you know, yeah. like fifth grade. And you're like, I'm going to just, okay, we're going to do a Statue of Liberty play. Ready? Okay. <laughs> it, it, but oh, it yeah. worked. Okay, they worked, you know. But I just don't think they are a powerhouse. No, you know? I don't think they're a powerhouse. I mean, but... and, and part of that has to go with Iowa State, which is where Zach and I went. I mean, we we won a we went to a bowl when yeah. you know, and it was the humanitarian bowl at you know Boise. Who I mean, seriously, who who goes to a bowl game and your your reward is to go to Boise, Idaho. You're in Iowa, and you're like, oh, great. we oh, got to go to Boise, Idaho, Idaho in fucking December, you know, on, on a blue field yep. against Boise State. You know, <laughs> we get to play Boise State at their own whole field in December. Awesome. It was, it was, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Boise State, they worked the system. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, they, they, they made their own bowl, and they were always going to be in it. Yep. As long as they got eight wins in whatever crap conference they were in and they would always get eight wins and so they like they get a bowl every year and so then they got money and prestige and all this stuff it was like i'm with you i don't think they're the powerhouse but i definitely think they're better than what most people give them credit for i don't know what what, what where would you put them in in like if you say power conference if you were to put them in the big 10 where would they be big 10 I think they're top five. I don't think the Big Ten's as good as everyone thinks it is. Like, well, they're I not. I mean, that's why no. I didn't say Big 12, yeah. which is better. Yeah, well, but, Big 12 is obviously better. <laughs> inarguably, the better conference. I mean, the, the, the SEC is a great conference, top half. Yeah. Well, no, not in SEC, but... But, I mean, SEC is top half the good conference. Half. I've been the Red Big half. 12, I mean, one through eight. Awesome. Let's go back to nerdist culture because I don't I think we might have lost some people. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. We have all kinds of weird listeners. Like we have a weird like we have a weird demographic. Yeah, our demographic is fucked. <laughs> I like uh, small women and no what. what? Um, <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but I I like women. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wish they would I wish they would strive to do better. What do you, that's why they got Mangino. I mean, Mangino yeah. is an offensive guy. It's just if you look at social media and where where were where were Iowa State last year? Offensively is where they they screwed right. up because yeah. defensively they were great because yeah. that's what CPK does. And so if you get this guy that's really good at offense and he was a head coach at an a team that broke the top twenty five because of their offense, right? I think that's a good combination. Well, here's the thing: if you look at social media after after a cyclone loss. You're like, that's all right. We'll get them next week. I'm like, how many next weeks are they going to be, you dumb asshole? But, like, listen to me. Hey, like, I would listen. rather have that than have. I mean, uh, no offense to my Hawkeye fans, but no, plenty of offense to those pricks. But, but honestly, I mean, they start losing, they start like calling for heads. Well, here's the problem that I have with the, with the Hawkeye fans, right? Um, I would, I, yeah, I would be fine with supporting the Hawkeyes against any team they play besides Iowa State if their fans were such dicks. Well, no, I mean, they are. I mean, literally. I mean, if you go on message boards, Hawkeye fans are the first ones to say that somehow, and I, I will say this to all my Hawkeye friends, how are we the little sister when we have been had a better NCAA basketball record in the last five years, right. better... 
NCAA football record. In the, it's, well, it's, and, and that's uh, the thing. Like, if you if you look, or, at but the yet last... we, they say we shouldn't play you because it's like playing somebody below us. Yeah. Well, and if you look at our record against each other in the last ten years, we, we've we we we're, 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 yeah we're yeah. But they're barely like, well, up, but we're up. But look yeah. at the last three years. Like, well, anybody can statistics. Yeah, like, you can make statistics. But look at the last like, yeah. one year. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like whatever. Right. You and know? That's and that's the argument. But that's the problem with with Hawkeye fans. Like, if if they if they win, like last year, for example, I was like, those motherfuckers deserve to win. That oh yeah, game. they won. Deserve to win. Yeah. Like that was embarrassing to me last year. Yeah. I was like, that hurt my. That feelings. was a that was a yeah. Hayden Fry beaten. Yeah. What we had. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was uh, what nineteen years were before I yeah. went to Iowa no, State. but but the, like, but the yeah. point is, I mean, you you look. I mean, if you look at uh, what is it? Uh, what is? Uh, there's a site, black and gold pants or something like that, and it's it's like the Hawkeye site. <laughs> Anyway, but I mean, they're always. I mean, it's always like, well, why do we play Iowa State in X basketball or football? Because all they're going to do is drag down our record if we lose, and if we win, well, if it lose, doesn't mean anything. I'm like, okay, in basketball, who was the one that was favored to probably make the Final Four, and somehow you beating, not losing, or whatever? Who gives a fuck? Well, We're better than you nationally and here's here's my thing like if 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 we beat them right at the end of the year they go to a better bowl than us they're like well we still go into a better bowl like what is the ultimate contest of whose team is better when they but, play but they each other go to a bowl, when they play each other right but I mean, the point is they so many of them were like if we went if we iowa state went to a bowl and they didn't right they were like well you know whatever you know you got had have a lucky year or whatever but we don't want to play you guys again because you guys aren't good enough. Because you're a spoiler for us. Right. Yeah. Spoil- like, yeah. Like, I mean, how were we a spoiler we when we've been to more bowl games in the last 10 years than Iowa? I am such a Cyclone fan that I'm having my daughter's first birthday on the day of the Iowa State game and theming the party Cyclone. Okay, get this. <laughs> I'm in L.A. All right. My, my, my daughter, who is five years old, well, not five, but she's going to be five, and she's she has a cyclone cheer cheerleader app. But that doesn't she. I watch football and I play uh, on my PlayStation. I play as Iowa State. Yeah, she goes, absolutely. She's like, oh, it's the Cyclones. Hey, go Cyclones! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's how you indoctrinate. That's how you indoctrinate. But, but, I, but I was walking the, watching the basketball tournament. She's like. Are, are are we the Cyclones this time? Yeah. Okay. We'll go Cyclones. <laughs> like, I yes. bought. I hate basketball, and I bought an NCAA basketball game. How can you my, hate basketball? I just can't get into it. I don't really? Know. I You'd basketball. rather do football than, than yeah, that? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. It's just. I just. What's well, five guys? I mean, I mean, college basketball is. I, I just. I, I've never been even where I worked at Hilton. Like I remember. I remember. When did you work at Hilton? I worked at Hilton from two thousand one to two thousand two. Was Randy working there? Uh, uh, the head of it? I mean, uh, maybe Randy Baumeister. I had, uh, well, Mike Cronin was there. Cronin? Okay. Because uh, he was Iowa State Center, but also Hilton. And are you oh, finally going to do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really? That, that's wow. impressive. That's it. That's, that's, that's that's he's had to go for three I mean, hours. this we're talking yeah. <laughs> back in OP. Yeah. But, uh, the OP, so the Cron- OP. No, Cronin was running the whole thing, but who was running? I, Cronin was running C.Y. Stevens. At the time, okay, and I don't remember who the guy was at at Hilton. Uh, it would probably might have been be, Randy. No, have been. Randy was might have been running the whole thing. 
I don't remember who who was. In uh, Randy Baumeister and uh, I don't know. I, just, I was doing sweeps, right? And loading that's what I used shit. to do yeah. five five years before. But I remember okay, maybe ten years. I remember at New Year's my first my first show there. Yeah, Guns and Roses uh, opening oh. for Aerosmith. Oh wow, that would have been early mid nineties, late mid nineties, late. Mid nineties, eighty eight. I'll tell you where it was. It was don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, 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 don't bury me that far. Uh, uh, God, uh, wow, Craig Weep- Weepke. That would have been an amazing concert. It, it, well, here's the deal. We worked that Did concert. Did Axel show up? Oh yeah. Here's the deal. I mean, so this is when GNR. I mean, it was eighty eight. So uh, Appetite hadn't blown up yet. I mean, well, eighty eight Appetite would have been huge. No, it was blowing up. Eighty nine is when it blew up. Uh, late, it was August of of eighty eight. It was blown up enough that there was a huge number of fans, oh, yeah. and we had we had a false stage in front of the main stage for Aerosmith, and uh, we had enough people. I, I was working security; it was my first yeah. con- then, so I was right in front, and they pulled us off because all the people pushed so far that the stage was about to collapse, huh. and so they pulled all of us out of the way. And then, so we were just sitting backstage the whole the whole time. And uh, when they were done, that they, they were sitting on their road boxes. I was sitting there talking to Axel. I was talking to Slash. I was, I was talking to everyone. It was just like, hey, I was going because I had nothing. I mean, I I had nothing on them because I didn't know who they were, and they had nothing on the whole thing because they were done. And they were wow. just sitting on the road boxes back in in the pit, and we were just like, hey, you know, See, I, I, was going. I worked the load in for. Uh for the uh, Just Push Play tour. And I went to that concert that night. So I loaded in, went home, took a shower, and then uh, Paul Melzer, cousin Paul, my cousin Paulie, because uh, we found out later that we were... Weebke. Was it Weebke? I don't know. I don't know. But cousin Paulie was working uh, security. And so we had floor seats, but cousin Paulie was like, hey, just come up wherever. I'm working, so we walked up, and there was this guy and his daughter, and his stepdaughter and his, his girlfriend or wife or whatever, and we went up and totally fucking horned in on the thrust, it was a thrust stage, and and we walk up, and Paulie's like, stand right here, <laughs> so we stand there, and the guy was like, uh, hey, what's going on, you're in my way, and I was like, hey, I tell you what, at any point, if you want to get up next to the stage, you tap me on the shoulder and tell me to get the fuck out of your way. And we'll do whatever we can to get you out of the get out of the way. And he's like, "All right, cool." So we stood somewhere; it wasn't our seats at all. Joe fucking Perry did a behind the back guitar solo, right up. I could have juggled that guy's balls mm-hmm. if I wanted to. It was fucking amazing. And See, I, I worked I worked there for five years, four, four or five years. Which it didn't pay shit, by the way. Well, actually, it, it paid better than a lot of... It, it, it was minimum wage. Slightly above, because I was like an uh, assistant foreman. 15 bucks an hour. hour. <laughs> 7.25. Yeah, but I was an assistant foreman at the time. Yeah, which was was like maybe two years before you uh, did it. Because um, <laughs> Cronin was one of the guys that was working with me. Um, uh, he was, actually. Um, yeah. yeah, he runs like some place up in Minnesota, a Bemidji, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a bunch of the guys I work with are, are running great venues. But I mean, the stories that 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 job because at the time that I I did it, it was I mean, Ted Nugent came. It's like I'm not a huge Ted fan. 
But I was like, uh, I'm on board with this politics. Uh, yep. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a friend, uh, this this other girl that worked there, and she was like, oh, we can't ask for autographs, but could you ask for Ted for his autograph? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Just call and, him Uncle Ted. It's no, I, I, I walked up to Ted, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Can I get your autograph? And he's like, you know what, dude? I don't give autographs, but I tell you what, here's my here's my card, and it was it was his hunting thing. He's yeah. like, you call me that, I'll give you any shit you want, and he gave me his pick. But you know, but it was <laughs> like just call him up, and be like, I'd like your autograph. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing was warrant. When Warrant came to like Warrant Cherry Pie Fair, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, they were walking back and forth in front of their 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 uh, dressing rooms, which were the Cyclone dressing rooms. Right? You know, they were. And I go, Coke is good. Coke is good. And they were just like <laughs> storming back and forth, like Coke the soda, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's they were big fans of, of Coca Cola. Uh, Larry Bud Melman was. Exactly. I mean, for those. Why the who, fuck was he there? He was there for a visa, where they filled the whole of C Y or of Hilton with sand. They had a sand part, a, a beach party. Why? Fuck if I know. It seems dumb. But Larry Bud Melman was the MC, and huh. literally had like six handlers, because he was to remind him where he was. Exactly. Because yeah. what you saw on David Letterman, for those of you who remember who he is. That's who he was. Wow. The other one was uh, uh, not Cherry Pop and Daddy's. Uh, the, they opened for REM. Oh, I can't remember who they were, but it was it, uh, shit. It's like fried somebody. But it, but the, the lead singer for that, they had, literally had three handlers. Like you got to go this no this way. This really, which really pissed me off because of all the people other than Clapton that I saw in the in the time I was there. That was the one show, REM, that I would have wanted to see. Really? And I was backstage. See, and it was weird because the, the Aerosmith show that I worked, uh, I worked at Load-In, which started at like fucking 5 mm-hmm. in the morning. Loaded it in there till like 4 in the afternoon. Went home, took a shower, went to the show, and then Weller actually went with, with me to the show. He drove down, and then we got back to my apartment. And we're sitting on the fucking balcony drinking a beer, and we hear, because they had to just push play private jet, and the Ames airport is not huge. And all of a sudden we hear, I was like, I think Aerosmith's leaving now. (laughs) It's, It's fucking, it's just nuts. Like, the life I have led, lots of random bullshit. I remember loading in Joe Perry's weight set. No shit. Yeah. And then uh, their entertainment center, and they had like a 36-inch TV, like tube television, because back then there weren't flat screens. And uh, a bunch of VHS tapes, uh, including Wayne's World 2, because they were in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like the stuff that they wanted to watch, and then Joe Perry's weight set. The one load-in that I, I didn't work, but there was a rider for NSYNC. And InSync was coming in a week later, and one of the requests on the writer for InSync was like thirty-two bars of Dove soap. So I took every bar of Dove soap out and licked the outside of it, because at the time Justin Timberlake was fucking Britney Spears, and I figured that if I licked the bar of soap he would use to wash his face, 
my saliva would get in his mouth. Were you working tech crew or you were working hospitality? I was. I was just there because okay. uh, we went down. We used to go down and watch uh, South Park in the office because I didn't have. Table. You figured your saliva would get in his mouth. The office no, downstairs. And then, and then the, the office downstairs, like on the main level, so, like oh, right, think... right off of the, like the south side of the mm-hmm. floor. Yeah. So you think Timmer like licks his soap? No, because yeah, exactly. he washes he his wants face. The tongue. He washes his face. So, so if he washes his face, a little bit will get in his mouth. Then he'll go down on Britney Spears. My saliva has been in Britney see, Spears. See, my, my thought would be, oh, she washes yeah, down there. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. She wasn't like, there. Tertiary. No, no, no I want to get Timberlake's mouth. No, she, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Oh, okay. So okay, my idea it. was to get my spit in Justin Timberlake's mouth so that when he ate her pussy, my spit. Did you ever do security person. when you were there? No. Really? Which is weird, considering my fucking peculiarity to punch people in the face. No, I, but, you went to the and be like, he's going to wash his dick. Oh, I didn't think about that. So you must have been all about the frou-frou. You were a frou-frou hospitality. Because, I mean, if you're on Tech Crew, used to be, first thing you did was like security for shows. Like I said, with Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. No, I never I never worked shows like while they were happening. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. And here's me, like, right now, like, Two ten, six foot tall. Right. When when I worked there, I was six foot tall, one hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> okay, and and I was working security. But as I moved up, I was like doing like roaming security and things right. like that. And then I would have headsets and do right. that. And I remember ACDC many times I came, but oh, I would, I still I would remember love to see ACDC. Well, I, here's my two cool ACDC stories. The the first one was when I was first doing roaming security, and I, I was like. You know, they have the upper level and uh, the lower level, and you pay more for the lower level. So people, right. every once in a while, will try to jump right. down right. or, you know, go through. But if they try to go through, the ushers get them. But if they try to jump down... They break their ankles. No, they don't. <laughs> but So there's this big biker dude. I mean, literally, probably... I mean, I'm six foot. He's probably six foot five and easily <laughs> like two like 250, and I'm a buck 50. Right. He's got his big girlfriend with her, you know, t- nice tank top, just carrying everything, just right. barely in. Right. And, and he's like, and 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 this is what I always said about security for anybody that ever asked me: it's all bullshit and attitude. Yeah, it, it, because I'm small at that time, and I'm like, I I just looked at him like. Motherfucker, you get your motherfucking ass right back up there. I'll fucking kick your fucking ass. And this guy, is a, and he's looking at me like, I don't know what to do with that. I don't, I just, I don't know what to do with that. He's just crazy. That's what might be true. <laughs> well, that's the whole point is bullshit and attitude. I'm like, fucker, I, I don't give a, you know, because I'm just like, yeah. Meanwhile, he's holding the button on his radio down the whole time. He's like, I hope somebody hears this. And I'm just like, yeah. and he's looking at me like, okay. And, and and then his girlfriend like rips her arm out, like go, runs off. And he's like, I, "Dude, I, I okay, whatever." I fell, I fell, I fell. <laughs> but then, literally, he was like, "Dude, I, I'm sorry, whatever." Okay, I'm well, sorry. Cool. It was her. Okay, it was cool. her. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like show me her. Literally, me he's her at least as big as you, if not bigger. I mean, <laughs> and, and our, our friend here is is, is substantial, but you know. <laughs> I mean, muscularly, but this guy was like more Zach belly wise. But um, whoa, whoa, <laughs> and whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa. So that that that's the one, and the other one was we were sitting there. Back uh, the fuck up, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm just moving on. Um, so the next time they came, no, and, my house. <laughs> so we were we were hiding uh, Angus. 
as as he came, which is tough because he's four foot tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like all going, and so he had this big reveal, right? Ever so, I'm down at the end of the uh, like far end where the stage is because that's where we revealed Angus, and then we carried him around, and literally he's I shorter than you, me. but he's shorter than you. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's yeah. a he's a munchkin, but. Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, as we're walking by, this dude just walks up and goes, I gotta touch the red drum. I gotta touch the red drum. I'm like, what? And, 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 and. Red drum! Red drum! <laughs> so the ACDC drummer is playing a red drum, and he's uh-huh. like, I gotta get the red drum. And he's just like, so it's like six of us. He's carrying him up. We're like, he's like, that's murder. That's murder backwards. And he's just like, wired like red rum <laughs> it's like oh it was yeah that's the fun thing about yeah working. that's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow remember that time we saved a munchkin that was awesome i there's I, there's two ba- there's two bands i want to see live in concert before Who? i die acdc seen him three times garth brooks don't know why okay because he's fucking amazing live chris game <laughs> You, I'll yeah, kill I mean, you. Chris Gaines did great. Stop, work. stop. I own. Guns. I mean, Garth. Garth is great, but I mean, I, don't, I oh, here. Garth I has Garth has ten shows in Chicago. This but are month. they good? Yes. Yes. Good music, but it's a good show. Yes. Yes. How do you know you haven't seen them? I, yeah, exactly. You've never TV seen it. it was, I saw it on MTV. I, I just regular TV. You know, Miley. You know, great. I, I would yeah. fuck the shit out of her. I won't lie. I would. Really? Yeah. I would never you know, touch you know, that shit you, with my... You know why no. I would fuck Miley Cyrus? Because it would be an amazing fuck. No, Speaking of Miley... Yes, it would. There's no way that girl just lays there. That girl fucks... Fuck the shit out of her, too. And yeah. her father, Billy Ray, is in Sharknado, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say you'd fuck him, too. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I might. I might break his no, heart. I, well, I, I was at it. I'm going to just... Ugh. I guarantee you that girl fucks like it's her job. Oh, fuck yeah. Like there's no way you see can't, my my, like, my perspective is it, it might be exactly opposite because she's no, compensating. No, yeah, I think no, she's compensating. No, yeah, okay. there's no such thing. There is no such thing as a girl who fucking fronts that much and doesn't fuck a mean cock. Never, never. Okay, never. I could jerk off to her finger blasters over the foam finger. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I would. Lo- mm-hmm. I just watch her finger blasters over their finger. Yeah. Hmm. 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 No, I, that, that's just this crazy shit. I mean, I, I, just apparently... white trash enough that it makes me. Well, okay, oh, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. that that's the point is that I've had enough of that <laughs> that it just warns me off t- to begin oh, with. Believe me, I've had enough. of No, that. exactly. <laughs> then that, that should be it. like some good sex, but it's just like there's not worth about... it. It's not worth it. That's the point. It's not worth it. There's something about a girl that just points her ass at you and goes, "You can have it if you want it." That's that's fucking. In in if it's in front of five million people, not so. It, no, no. She let me come in her butt. I'd suck that shit out with a straw. <laughs> Your shrimp boat captain, that shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, oh, there's Miley Cyrus shrimp in there's <laughs> butterfly, but butterfly shrimp. shrimp. I'm telling you, I, I guarantee because she dated uh, Liam Hemsworth. Okay, so oh, she's yeah. fucking batshit crazy, and she'll just like wait. I don't know. Man. Wait, 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 wait. So she's batshit crazy. You know what that means? 
great in the sack. Yeah, yeah sure. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's I don't no know, such man. thing as a batshit crazy chick that is bad in the sack. Yeah, but sometimes that can hurt. Admit it. Admit yeah, it. Yeah. Admit it. Sometimes yeah. it'll break it, but it's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> sometimes she'll just piss all over it'll your bed. Which happens. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that that. I mean, See, this is seasoning. This is seasoning. <laughs> you know, for my brain, I'm like, okay, she's crazy mentally, and it might hurt. So I don't. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I've been there. I I, I have too. I, that's what I'm saying. But she's not that hot. That's no, the point. But that's not that's the, the point. Co- that's the counterbalance. I don't think that's, that's the, the counterbalance. Yeah. She was really hot, and it was like crazy. But and the, it hurt but and all that shit. That'd be great. But here's but, the thing. You're not going to get the really hot with the back. That's not true. It happens ass. on random occasions. No, that's no, the whole no, point. No. It happens on random Maybe occasions. Maybe out in fucking L.A., <laughs> not around Iowa. <laughs> no, it can. It, it does. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean. Doc's got a point. No. I mean, <laughs> in Iowa, it, it has happened. <laughs> If you're Maybe not, in Iowa State during okay, no, but if you're not five foot shit. four, it probably five foot four. Is that being generous? Uh, but that it might not happen if you're five four. But you know, I'm just saying it, it happens. I mean, it's like one of the most random encounters I had <laughs> was like this super hot chick. Well, no, two, two. Okay, two really random encounters when I was at Luther College. There's this girl, and I was like, ah, I'm not doing anything tonight. I'm sitting there in the in the commons, and I'm just like, nah, 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 watching TV. It was like 120 minutes. This really hot chick is like, hey, how you doing? And we, we talked for a while, and everybody's going out to the quarry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You want to have sex? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this is what happened, like, probably 10 years later. I'm in, in Ames, and I'm like, this girl is like, I'm playing pool. And she's like, you know what? I thought I wanted to sleep with that guy, but I think I want to sleep with you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know? Man, I've never had one of those. <laughs> really? You and I fucking love Seriously? one of those. No, I've never no. had one of those. Well, I mean, yes, they're, they're few and far between, but when it happens, it's it's kind of nice. But I mean, yeah. weirdly enough, it's hot chicks. Yeah. I mean, they're like, I mean, maybe there was like, well, I was gonna sleep with a hot guy but i'm gonna choose you but i mean i'm but i'm hot so whatever you know whatever all right here's the thing you you missed all that what so well i'm just gonna say i finger blasted some super hot chicks yeah but i've very rarely i mean maybe three times in my life but fucked a hot chick <laughs> so i'm just throwing it out there my buddy almost says you know aim for the bullseye aim for the target <laughs> A little is good, more is better. Being That's married, I can't say anything about uh, anything. It, like much like most of America, your wife won't listen to the show. <laughs> Unfortunately, she might. No, no, she doesn't even know how to find it. Huda, my. <laughs> that was solid gold. <laughs> oh shit, shit! It's one in the morning. <laughs> That's way it's only past two my hours. Bedtime. What in you know, that's two hours. You know, in LA <laughs> it's only eleven o'clock. On the way to fucking OP. If tonight. if you look at your dial it's only eleven o'clock. On on the way to OP tonight, we're talking about something. Out of nowhere he's like, you know, me and Jorge play iPod games together. No. what's wrong with you? When's the last time you had an iPod? Seriously, uh, when's the last time you had an iPod? Uh, probably three years ago. 
Okay, so do you think we play iPod games together? Because <laughs> yeah, we're his beyond that. <laughs> no. iPad, iPad games. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little behind us to have an iPod. <laughs> do you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? What, yeah. Do you, what do you do with it? Listen to music in my truck. Why'd you use your phone? That, that's what Iowa people do. <laughs> I, I, got, I got my whole music library on there. I can't browse because I got no memory. But I got all my country songs sitting here. I'm... <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> God damn LA people. I love watching these guys go against each other. This is amazing. <laughs> no, it's easy in my truck because I just put it in and play you it all day. You just put it in? That's what she said. I got a shit ton of memory on it. <laughs> But I can't, like, do anything else on it while I'm working. Yeah, because you all that country music and all those, those videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the best day of my life. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> the funniest part is they're both drinking the same beer. Yeah. So he's, I know. And I gave drink. him a fucking I know, beer. I know. Fucking I'm drinking a beer that tastes like Grolsch or Ash or whatever. It, it's not bad. It's not bad. But it tastes like what I drank when I was 19 years old. But it does have a Buddha. Buddha. Sorry, Buddha. It has a Buddha on it. So, you know, which looks like the Buddha I have uh, in my daughter's room. And it's it, it calms me. Yeah. Tony is straight up shitting in Conk's mouth, but drinking this beer. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's fucking delicious. <laughs> This is, this and is he most, loves it because it's it's pseudo celebrity. This is the most LA tasting <laughs> shit I've ever had in my mouth. It's amazing. Well, no, I'm used to more you know mixology, you know, you know whiskey. Mixes have you ever been stabbed and, in the neck? No, no, no. Uh, you know, I have a collection of knives. Yeah, you know, as long as it's like somebody named Bernard who has like a full beard and a must a handlebar mustache, oh, I, I will oh. I will drink anything he has because oh. obviously he's you know worthy and he's put the effort in to to know what I want whiskey and beer wise or mead wise. <laughs> <laughs> they they would have my mead. <laughs> Okay, don't knock my mead because they would have my mead because they know what my needs are. I'm pretty sure Hy-Vee Wine and Spirits had your mead. <laughs> no, they didn't. This was this was weak mead. Was that somebody else's mead? No, was that was not, weak mead. Was not this was not Viking blood. It was Somerset. Somerset. You know, come on, Somer Somerset. Really? That sounds, that sounds pretty masculine. Yeah, Somerset mead. That looks like the kind of tattoo you should have around your belly button. <laughs> Or what you have in your arm. Oh, but anyway, all of your back. What? Fuck. Oh. Clint, take care of my light work. <laughs> no, I have to say, <laughs> okay, let, let me say, my, my friend Zach has a, a very worthy Greatest American Hero tattoo on his forearm. Goddamn right. And I have to say right now, because I, I it was my one of my favorite songs, but also because I was listening to Sirius XM on my way here. <laughs> It was the number three song on this day, the greatest American hero theme. And what year? Look at what happened to me. me. I can't, can't believe, believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could be so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? 
Believe it or not, it's just me. See? Perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect song. <laughs> I feel like I just got serenaded. <laughs> you don't even know what that is, do you? Fuck, no. You're like, I don't know what that is. And, and I've heard of it, but I've never seen the show. Well, you should watch it. I had a friend that was uh, cast as, as... You haven't never watched it? No. Seriously? You, should, you, you really should watch it. I mean, it, it is 70s cheese, but it's good 70s but it's, cheese. No, it's 83 to 86. No, it's, it's like... Uh, 83 yeah. is too early. It's like 80. No, no. 83 is it? Look it up. I'm on it. <laughs> it's an amazing show. No, it, it was it was done before I graduated, so I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. When did you think, graduate? 76? <laughs> I graduated in 1999. Oh, it was definitely done before you graduated. <laughs> I I can agree with that. Okay, what what do you think it is? I think it's 80. 83 to 86. 81 to 83. Oh, I don't know that. I actually fell into the. I fell into the. You didn't. Right at the end. Yeah, 83, you didn't. What do you, what do you, oh, really? I said I was uh, a year off of the start, and you were like you four 80, years 80 off the 83? start. You said 81 to 83. Yes, yeah, so really? I was one year off. You know what's weird, though? I was born in 79, and I remember. You don't being, remember that. Yeah, I no. do. I do. do. But you're like your daughter, just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so drooling in front of the yeah, TV. Yeah, my kid uh, watches a lot of TV. It's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> so much that she's like, ah. Uh, she uh, she drills when she's outside. It's nice to see you. Eighty to eighty three. Yeah, eighty one to eighty one to eighty three. Yeah, but it ran for three years. Here here is here is how you know that that's true. Oh. Here 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 is how you know that's true. They changed the name from David Hinckley. Yeah, to to, to like Handley Handley yeah. because uh, of da- because of Hinckley. Yeah, you're both wrong. It was Ralph. Okay, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph but I mean, it was Ralph Hinkley. Ralph but I mean, yeah, because of yeah. because of yeah. David Hinkley, yeah. because of yeah. David Hinkley. Yeah. That's, that's which it was weird because if you it, like, because I own the entire. Do you know who David, David Hinkley is? I have to ask. Stop! That, yeah. Don't look! Don't look! Don't look! Who's Tell David us. Hinkley? Who's David Hinkley? Uh, he, no. tr- he tried to assassinate. He tried Ronald to Reagan. Kill, kill Ralph. He shot Ronald him. So he lived. Yeah, yeah. David Hinkley or Ralph Hinkley? Because in the show, it's Ralph Hinkley. Yeah, David Hinkley. Okay. David Hinckley tried to shoot no, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And well, he, he didn't did. try he to shoot him. He actually shot yeah, him. Yeah. Well, he hit Brady. He hit Brady. And he hit Ronald Reagan. Barely. but he, he collapsed he, his lung. Well, that's, you know, I don't think that affected Reagan. Because he for, was like... Yeah, but but I'm just saying, for a half a second, George Bush was president before he was president. Yeah. yeah. But Brady, the Brady bill, which, yeah. no... But paralyzed Brady got the hit. fuck out of yeah, him. Yeah, paralyzed the fuck out yeah. of him. Yeah. fuck his wife. Whose wife? Yeah, Connie Selka. Yeah. Yeah. That's not... That's well, not, that's his wife well, in the show. Well, the show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, here's the deal. They they tried to remake that uh, five years ago. Good friend of mine went up for. The, I mean, she looks exactly like Connie Sell. Really? Yeah, they didn't because uh, actually, uh, and, and she she was on it. And if you watch it, Bill Cat, Bill Cat was on Nerdist, and it was was he? Yeah, I mean, Bill Cat. Man, I don't show. know what happened to Bill Cat. What? He's when, still fine. He's fine. He's he's working. He was on Heroes. Was he? Yeah, he was. I uh, mean, the, the other you remember Heroes. the. Uh, Butch and Sanda, Butch and Sundance, the early days. Remember Butch and Sanda? Uh, mead, uh, mead, Buddha, Mead, Buddha, mead. Buddha, Mead. Yeah. Uh, Butch Sundance, Butch and Sundance, uh, the early days is yeah. what he did with, uh, I think Wopat. Really? No, no, Beringer, Beringer. Oh, okay. Right huh. on the heels of Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. 
They because uh, uh, Bill grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, like he had friends. It's, it's weird yeah. how yeah. many people. I mean, you, if you're there, a lot of people aren't from there. Yeah, but when you look at who has had success, there's a lot of people who are from there. Well, he uh, he actually has a, a great affinity for the business. And oh yeah, I, I mean that, and that's what's beneficial because I mean, my friend who was uh, the editor for Psych, he's from L.A. He's yeah. from L.A. and he knew all these. Things. I love L.A. Uh, How he, does it say that the series is from eighty one eighty three, but you go down to the actresses? 44 episodes from 81 to 86. That doesn't make sense. For 44 episodes and it says would be... Ralph Hinckley slash Ralph Hanley slash Hanley. <laughs> Spelled exactly the same. Well, because here's, here's the thing. If you go back and watch it on DVD like I have, and it totally holds no, up. No, it says Ralph Hinckley. Slash Ralph Hanley slash right. Hanley. No, okay, Hanley. But, but they're he, saying there he's called Hanley, but here, here, Ralph Hanley. But here's oh. the thing. Uh, if you watch it, there's moments when they had to go back and overdub. So, like, you see them say, like, and then you hear, Mr. H. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because normally they'd be like, Mr. Hinckley. Instead, it was But Mr. understand, H. she's the sheriff was on at the same time, so there's a lot of <laughs> confusion. Why do we keep coming back? She's the... <laughs> because that is my, my favorite, like, how, I mean, other than... Uh, other than two broke girls, I don't know of any worse show that I've ever seen than She's the Sheriff. What is? What is? Your, do you have a specific problem with two broke girls? It's it's horrible. I mean, they. they I'm sorry. I mean, oh, so maybe I like, will work with one of these girls again. But I, they, I mean, and she's good again. And, no, in the, free, in the future. Okay, but uh, I mean, uh, the the dark haired girl is great in Thor. It works in Thor. Yeah, this. Show that they have, and the fact that they have two good actors well, as far as I know, good actors uh, in uh, Saturday Night Live. What's his name? Black guy. Well, it better not be Tracy Morgan because he's no older original cast, like Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morris. Morris, Morris, yeah, he's in it, and uh, the chick from uh, uh, Legally Blonde, not Reese, Reese Witherspoon, bigger. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Bigger that was titties. a visual. You know, the, the, the one that works in the in the salon, and she's in all of Christopher Guest's movies, and... Uh, I don't know. I hate Reese Witherspoon, so I don't Okay, know. but anyway, it's it's a, you would think it would be decent because of the other two actors, but it's not. I don't know. It's just horrible. I mean, I don't know how it's... Three seasons. Seriously. Is three that, seasons? It feels like longer to me. Oh, it feels like forever. I mean, I'm just like, I, I, first season, I'm like, how can this go on? And you know, it still you know, keeps going You know what would be on. fucking hilarious tomorrow? Ring, 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 ring. Hey, Tony, you should be on two programs. <laughs> that and and I would awesome. say thank you very much for your consideration. I will be there at 9 o'clock. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, With bells on. <laughs> I, no, I've got friends that have been on. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I mean... Literally, it it is back in the days of Three's Company. Well, it's like they show the titties, they show the legs, but the jokes are just bad. Yeah, they're bad jokes. I mean, they're not even topical. They're not. And you said you know clever. you know a guy who know. wrote or directed for Psych, right? Yeah, I never watched that show, but I what I will say about Psych 
is the fucking opening sequence of that show gives so many nods to 80s television. It is oh, yeah. fucking they, sick. They, they, yeah. But so, that, I mean, uh, so amazing. Like, they, it's just amazing. Like, everything they is, do. This is the weird thing is like, you have things like, okay, and not two book rules because that's Whitney Cummings and Whitney we, Cummings writes for two broke girls. She wrote it. She's, clear. I hate Whitney Cummings. Well, you know why I hate Whitney Cummings? Because I fucking lauded her. I was like, "Holy shit! Why? She's the new thing. She's the why? fuck." Why did you laud her? Because, no, because I thought I, I thought know this. because I, I watched her on uh, on uh, the roasts. I was uh-huh. like, "Holy shit! She's sharp. She's on fire. She's good." And then I watched her on her show, and she, she was fucking sucks. terrible. And her show was so bad and so not funny. And every time it went for the fucking easy joke. And any show that I and watch... that's what they do on Two Broke Girls. Any that's what show, I'm trying to say. Any show that I can watch where I can predict the punchline, the fucking joke, I'm, I'm broken hearted for two reasons. One, because I'm like, Have why is television... Have you ever watched Two Broke Girls? Hold on. I'm like, one, why is television fucking sunk to such a low level and number two uh-huh. if i can finish this joke why am i not writing for television right yeah right yeah i mean i mean at least whitney was trying to be a little bit above and trying to be like a relationship no, I think, i'm pretty sure whitney was a lot of below like a dude who was putting his wiener in her yeah, yeah. listen i yeah. mean they were they were trying hmm. but then but compare it to two bro girls okay yeah. try that yeah at least one was above one or the other, but the one that was above was the one that actually failed, and then the one that was even b- further below that yeah. is the one that actually succeeded. It's like, well, the shit floats, so we're exactly. just skipping that <laughs> That's off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to the to the same extent, I mean, you have uh, the the uh, uh, Big Bang Theory, <clears throat> right? But then you have uh, Two and a Half Men, even <clears throat> more, <clears throat> right? Right, Two and a Half Men, I. I, I do not like at all. Same, no. same guy. Terrible. And again, it's it's another one of those deals where it's like, hey, we're gonna have this exact step by step formula. We're gonna follow. Oh, exactly. And, yeah. And again, on Two and a Half Men, I can predict the punchline of every fucking joke, and right. it is painful. Like, not because yeah. I'm a genius, but because it's such lazy fucking I, storytelling. I'm not gonna try to defend again. Uh, it's on CBS. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to defend Big Bang. But watch from like season three on. Give it a shot. Just I'm just saying it's it's not necessarily as bad as you think about telegraphing. Well, here's the deal. I own lots of handguns, and I'll probably fucking put one in my mouth and pull the trigger until it's empty. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to watch that show at See, all. See, I, I give everything a chance. Oh, I did. I, I'm the guy yeah, that, that watches yeah. CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. So, you know, it's not like... Why have you tried to fucking suck start a Glock yet? No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. You should. I'm, I'm just the guy that does... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will give everything a shot. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, three words, or three situations for you. Uh, Nancy Grace, Keith Oberman... And Nancy Grace and Keith Overman. That's uh, enough. <laughs> you just kill yourself. I still watch ESPN, and he's on there again. Overman? Uh, he is, yeah. What the He f- is. He's back on with Countdown. Not even just on a new show. He's oh, doing Jesus Countdown Christ. on ESPN. Uh, Na- you know what? Nancy Grace should be ashamed of herself. Nancy Grace is a whore. Whatever. I, a whore would at least suck you off every once in a while. Nancy Grace is just a dumb cunt. No, she, no I was just saying, she <laughs> would never do that. No. no. I, I saved the word. She, I mean, oh man. I mean, if if so one person could just like totally just like this rail society, she would be the chick to do it. Everything's going great. Uh, world peace. 
But you know what? This one chick uh, just got her her panties on her like on the side one way, and we're gonna talk about that for five yeah. fucking weeks. And how she was a victim. <laughs> she was victimized because the makers of those panties knew that the elastic was too strong and would expose one butt cheek. I mean, it turns out, well, maybe she put them on wrong, but, you know, they should have told her how to put them on. She's you know, still a like, victim. I mean, exactly. It was like, something goes wrong, she'll just not even say, I'm sorry. Yeah. She'll say, oh, well, then, well, there's something else that goes wrong. I save the word cunt for a very special occasion. That special occasion is Nancy Grace. Mm-hmm. I hate her so much. She is such an illegitimate fucking journalist that it fucking gives me. Well, you know, I, I I was watching CNN, and usually I, I look to CNN among the big three as being center, right? Uh, they're Somewhat. a little, they're ultra liberal. Ultra, yeah, uh, you know, no, ultra liberal is MSNBC. Uh, they are liberal ish, uh, but they 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 tend to just disseminate. If you're looking at the news, disseminate like. Spraying their semen everywhere than this. Okay, well, would you say, like, PBS is central? Yeah. Okay. But either way, I I was watching, and and they were talking about this this guy, you know, the doctor who's coming to Atlanta who has Ebola. And they're like, and and they're like, when we come back, should we have these Ebola people? Because what can they do? Zombie apocalypse. I'm like, really? This is CNN? We're, We're like, what should we do? Oh my God! I mean, like he's got Ebola. He's, he's coming in an ambulance. He's getting, but they're like trying to stir up things, and I hate well, that shit. Well, and here's the thing: like I remember when I was in junior high school, right? I used to get up. At, you remember that? Yeah. It, here's a weird thing. Here's how big of a nerd I was in junior high school. Oh, it's more recent than you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. When I was, when I was in junior high school, I would get up an extra hour early so that I could watch CNN. Like, that's how big of a nerd I was. Oh, because I, I thought because, you were going to masturbate to no, Katie Sackhoff or something. No, no. I didn't even know who she was. <laughs> but, uh, so, the weird thing was, in, when I was in junior high school, CNN was just, the, all they did was just reported the news exactly. of the day. Yeah, yeah. That's, it was with no, Well, that was like, headline news. Yeah. See, that was headline CNN, news. CNN, headline news. Right. And so they just, Every was half like, hour was the same shit every yeah, half hour. but at least hour. you would But get, it was the new. Yeah, yeah the yeah. up-to-date. And so, when I would go to fucking junior high... When it was time to talk about current events, superstar this kid. Now, could you imagine a kid going in and reporting what they saw on CNN? Well, the Kardashians did this. Somebody and, tweeted yeah. something. And somebody's under. Well, headline news, this. I don't know what the fuck that is. I, 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 I go to headline news, I'm like, they don't even do news anymore. Well, they have it. They have their own network, and it's also not news. Exactly, headline news. Their, exactly. It's people giving their opinion exactly. about what happened No, today. no, that, that is CNN. So is if you go news. to headline news, it's not like even what headline news used to be. It was like some crap ass thing. Like oh, right. They don't tell you anything about new things. It's just talking heads. Yeah, everything. Is well, they don't even talk about news. Stuff. I just want to know what the news is. I want to know what happened in America, what happened in the world. Because CNN used to be broke up like that. They do a half hour of world. national news, half hour of world news, and then. They come back and do the same and repeat all throughout the day. Now CNN is, well, Nancy Grace thinks this about it. I don't give a shit what that dumb cunt thinks about it. I don't care about what her opinions are. I just want the news reported directly to me as it ha- as it happened. That's all I want. What What's wrong with you? Lots I mean, of I mean, there's what what is the TVQ? 
of of the world leader that you're. I mean, because I mean, Putin is is very popular right now, and so we would really like to talk about Putin and how he is very strong and Obama is not. And and and, and if you're talking about you know the the trial of the century. We, we really should talk about the, the, the woman that killed her child and how pragmatic she is. This has been episode 237 <laughs> of Mr. Rage Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm gone. I don't know who I am anymore. I love you. Yeah, 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 you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. Don't care because I still face deep in fucking mom. <laughs> You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.